0: we were saying earlier on I haven't seen you since uh, before the Oscars no no it's been a while and yeah (laughs) I still remember your your text from uh, Oscar night what was it? it was just green book like in all caps green book (laughs) just green book over and over again um look I may have lost a lot of battles against Bohemian Rhapsody but I won the war in the end Bohemian Rhapsody did not win best picture and that is that only on concert. It did win Best Actor, I which I will be forever annoyed with too. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Bradley got robbed. I think they got robbed, and so did the other guy, Bale. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that, that's his name.
1: When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. They don't drink milkshakes. I assure you. I have two guns, one for each of you
0: the like power of Grayskull.
1: Well there's nothing like experimenting.
0: So today we are going to be discussing the full length and breadth of the Marvel Cinematic Universe MCU whatever you want to call it. Liam this is gonna be a weird one isn't it? Like, Yeah it's like approaching on a marathon and giving yourself an hour and a half to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well like what, what can we really say about the Marvel Cinematic Universe that isn't it hasn't really been said before. Yes, it is ridiculous how it is working, is mental how they, every single film has managed to be somewhat successful like or incredibly successful and how every single other studio is trying to do it and failing. Yeah, the, the only one that has come even close is... None. <laughs> none like DC are starting to pick it up DC are like yeah but they're not doing universe though now yeah which I fully respect and I think that's the right move the, the dark universe remember that oh the dark universe that was, that was gonna be a big deal like, it was gonna be a massive like thing but anyway how this is gonna work is we are gonna run through every single film giving our general thoughts on each one and then at the end we are gonna rank them and yeah it's going to be fun it's going to be really fun do you remember where you were in 2008 where I was in 2008 i was probably in school like i'm really? not gonna, like well yeah cuz i, oh, yeah, I would have been a child <laughs> no, like that's we're, mad yeah like, what? like it's really weird cuz the MCU has been here for over 10 oh, years so both that. of us are in a, like i'm are you nineteen or twenty? Uh, I'm nineteen. Like I'll be will be twenty soon. So you were like eight when it came out, mm. and I was nine when it came out. Like that's that's bananas. It's so, it's just it's so strange how much of an impact it has had on kind of our lives in general. Like because so, it's it's one of the reasons I really started getting into films, yeah. which is just because wa- I started watching the first one I remember watching was Iron Man two. Like, really? Yeah, because I, I, I got tickets to the premiere of Iron oh, Man 2. Oh, yeah. You did, so you didn't see Iron Man 1 in cinema? I, didn't, I never saw Iron Man 1 in cinema, no. I remember having to fight with my mum to... Not to let me see Iron Man, because i seen Iron Man and Bally Shaman mm-hmm. with my brother, but we were having an argument that she didn't want us to go a separate movie that her and my sister were going to. Mm-hmm. So I almost missed Iron Man 1 in cinema to see Nims Island. Nim... Yeah. <laughs> Sip, apparently they were out at the same time. Well, we can see who's had the bigger impact. It was either... Oh, It was either... Um, if you say I have my ear wrong, it was either Nim's Island or Underdog. It was one <laughs> or the other. I think it was Nim's Island. Oh, Christ. Well then, let's get started with the first film in the very long line of MCU movies, Iron Man.
1: What are you building Stark? I'm working on something big. I can fly. I just finally know what I have to do.
0: So, Iron Man. Iron Man is the story of Tony Stark, played by Robert Downey Jr. So, basically, Robert Downey Jr. playing himself, who, after getting at- an ambushed in the Middle East... He has a bit of shrapnel embedded in his heart. So he's not in a really good situation. He's in a bit of a pickle, all right. He is captured by the this terrorist group called the Ten Rings and ends up building himself a suit of armour to escape. And then, once he gets home, he needs to fight injustice as Iron Man. With his best buddy and Force uh, four-strong, four I don't know if that's a word, um, Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> he's been there the whole time, ten years of Terrence Howard. Oh, yeah, no, he didn't get plastic surgery at all. No, so I'm not gonna lie. I forgot how good Iron Man was. Oh, like Iron Man One's my sick movie. Whenever I'm sick, I watch Iron Man One. It's it's funny because like Iron Man, it's both an incredibly like it's a very formulaic movie if you look at it now. Yeah. And yet you look at it from the the lens of 2008. This was a game changer. But there's mm. so many things that like works work in it. Like, the opening scene is a great introduction of Tony Stark. Mm. Besides, actually, he's a little bit sexist, but I feel like that works for his character. It's funny, it's, I've never seen as good of a performance from Robert Downey Jr., like, before... Th- like, if I looked at his movies before then, I haven't seen him be this good in a while. Like, yeah, maybe case, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, definitely. I think Kiss Kiss Amaya my be up there, but, yeah, like... This is him at his best. Th- that, this was him at his peak. Like, this... I don't I for for a while I didn't think he gave as good a performance in as he did in the first Iron Man yeah. until I think maybe Iron Man 3. Because like, yeah. even in Avengers I think he's kind of on, on autopilot for a little bit. Um so I wonder but we'll get to those yeah. ones in a bit but in Iron Man 1 he's charming, he's funny, he's a bit of a scumbag. Yeah, but he, and he's also a complete badass. And yet yeah. you also do kind of feel for him a little a little. Like mm-hmm. there there are moments where you're just like he has daddy issues. Oh, well, like I'm sorry most people in the MCU have daddy issues. But him yeah. especially, he is particularly bad daddy issues. Yeah. Um so the first time we actually see the Iron Man costume was one of my favorite scenes in the MCU. Yeah. The um, the big like the, the big metal hulk because it's kind of like a horror like nearly like aspect. Yeah. Like it just comes out of the shadows. Yeah, and he kicks terrorist ass. He does kick terrorist ass. The, the friendship with what's the guy's name? Uh Jensen 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 That's oh, great That was a Like it's funny You could have just made A little short film Out of that whole Desert yeah. like friendship I really would have liked that It's actually one of my Favourite sequences In MCU in general that The whole, whole first act made. Actually the film Is brilliant yeah. And very well told And then You go and You get to meet The Probably the only One of the only Good love interests In MCU <laughs> Pepper Potts it's funny because I knew, I, like, people hated Gwyneth Paltrow before Iron Man came out, I think. They still I mean, do. They, they still <laughs> do. But I think uh, it's funny because I had never seen her in a film before that. So I was like, oh, this, this lady seems pretty cool. And then I watched Shakespeare in Love and I was like, how the fuck did she win Best Actress for that? Yeah. But I do think Gwyneth Paltrow is a fine actress and she's very, very good in all the MCU films she's in. Yeah, I think this is probably her best performance as well. Mm-hmm. Her and uh, Danny junior have really good chemistry. They've incredible chemistry, yeah. they. and I love the scene where she's putting her uh, her hand in his chest. That's a really funny scene. Like yeah. it's just—it's very, <laughs> everything just feels like they're just improvising it. Like, mm. like it just feels like this is very, this is just a normal conversation between them. Yeah, and um, sh- she's the only one who sort of c- came back a lot. A yeah. Well, it's funny because she was she was still talked about a lot. Like she came back more than once. She, her last time was in Iron Man three, and then she you don't see her. because she's talked about like yeah. Tony refer Tony talks about her. Then Civil War, we're taking a break. Things are going yeah. bad, and then she returns in Homecoming and Infinity War. Which I was like, I was very. Was happy. She in Homecoming. She was yeah in Homecoming for like two seconds at the end because that's when oh, that's yeah. when he proposes to her. And I was like, "That's really nice." Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was actually a, re- a really nice way to introduce her. I uh, think. How did I forget about that? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's cool. Homecoming was um, packed. Like, best thing about Iron One, uh, Jeff Bridges on a Segway. <laughs> um, he's he's the first man, the best guy since Joe Bluth to make it work. I think Jeff Bridges is actually really good in this film. <laughs> I actually agree. I think he's a very good villain. He's yeah. very like formulaic villain in that he is the big white man business who's trying to take the business back from Tony Stark. Obadiah. Obadiah Stane. But he's still very good. He's menacing. He is, like, quite funny as well. And he's just generally, like... He's just good. He's a good fucking... He's a solid villain. Chewing the hell out of the scenery. I mean... brilliant. That scene where he has, like, his heart in his hands, like, (laughs) this He is, like, haming it up to fuck. The best bit of Iron Man 1 is, um... When, after, um... Jeff Rogers uses the little stunt thing on mm. Tony. And um Roadie comes down and for some reason he goes, Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tony. And he just says that in the most weird voice. And anyhow I watch it, I burst my bottom laughing. <laughs> it's funny because one of the things I also really forget about this film sometimes is that it was directed by John Favreau. Oh
1: yeah.
0: John and John Favreau is kinda like he's a he's one of my favourite directors. Like yeah, he's and really he's good if anything he is the progenitor is the is re, the reason the MCU has been able to build so much success because of that initial film yeah mm. like his direction his like screenplay is actually did he write it he wrote he partially wrote it yeah oh, yeah and he was the reason they encouraged a lot of improvisation and everything but his like direction is one of the best bits about the film like i feel yeah it takes a lot the comedic bits wouldn't really work with any other actor like mm. the um, the suit a testing scene where he goes up and just hits the wall and then mm. the car. That is phenomenal. <laughs> also, Jarvis, very good use of robot voice. Yeah, it, it would have been so easy just to make like a little butler, but the fact that he's a robot just works very well. It has one of the things, though, that Marvel movies tend to do to way too much. But in this film, they do it right with the same versus same. Yeah, like in this film, I didn't mind it as much because... Yeah. It like it, it's something we didn't really see that much before that, and also it works in context like to the story, mm. and I also didn't really see any other way of ending the film like yeah other than like having a bit a suit versus suit difference as well is that it is all, instead of having like same Black Panthers case where it's like just two guys in the same suit it is one guy against one massive hulking guy in a suit yeah that's there's a weird scene with uh, the woman and child in a car. Yeah, that's very weird. I think. Yeah, it feels really out of place. Mm. The woman can't really act that well. No, loud. no. But as a whole film, it's pretty damn good. It's a very solid film. There's not really much I can point wrong with it. Like there are like bits and pieces, like logic wise, but overall, it's a film I would highly recommend. Even if you've never watched an MCU film before, it's the one I would say just start with this one. You can skip a couple, but always watch Iron Man. Yeah, it's a it's a great starter mm. and. How did you feel about the post credits scene? Post credits scene, I think, is one of the best post credits scenes they've ever done, personally. Was there one or two? Uh, there was just one. It was the Nick Fury, I'm here to talk about you, the Avengers Initiative scene. Did that come in, like, the mid credits? No, that come end? at the very end. That's ballsy. Like, that was full on, like, no one knew that was coming. Yeah. And I think it's one of the best end credits scenes they could have ever done. Well, well, well. <sighs> I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. It's like it's such it's a very like easy thing. It's very simple, there's not really much to it, and yet it says so much. And, and they weren't gonna include it. No, they no. weren't. And I'm so glad they did. Yeah. Is and that... end of the day though, I would give personally Iron Man four out of five. Very good film, very solid. Go and see it. I want a four. I want a four. And a, four a and half. half Yeah. <laughs> I need four and a half. I gotta remember if it was a four or four and a half fair enough. Then let's move on to our next film, which is The Incredible Hulk.
1: On June
0: 13th... The target is a fugitive from the U.S. government.
1: The good... Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. And the bad... That's even the playing field. Oh my God! We'll collide. Come on! Boho, rated PG-13, oh.
0: starts June 13th. In, in the words of Captain America... Oh, God. <laughs> I have one word, which is... Yeah, this, this one's a bit of a... Bit of a turd, all right. It's a little bit of a turd. Um, yeah. Why do you think that it's much so much of a turd? Ed Norton. I don't think it's very good in this. Really? Uh, yeah, I feel like... It's just an odd movie. There's a whole... Like, this is a movie where you have... Um, the the main character's main crisis would be if he has sex, his girlfriend would die. <laughs> Let's it's, not forget that. Oh, there is that scene, yeah. He was worried about hulking out during the act, about in a good way. That that scene is so strange. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with Incredible Hulk movies, they're all the same thing. You cannot make an incredible like until well, we'll get we'll get to it later. But every single Incredible Hulk scene or film or story always if either in a smaller aspect or a bigger aspect has the same story in that I'm a monster I could kill everything I need to run away I'm on the run it's basically The Fugitive all the time and I hate that I fucking hate that I don't care I just literally (laughs) I don't give a shit like I want like I've seen this movie about um, five times and I still Mm. can't remember what happens Uh, like in in the slightest I remember like hoax. there he's in South Africa again he's in Brazil oh he's in Brazil mm. he comes back General Ross is there he's like go away again then Tim Roth hooks out and they fight and he wins yeah and he says Hulk smash he does say Hulk and smash and that was a, no, well, I mean, he I, does I, smi- I smile smash. at that moment like I oh I, before sorry to interrupt you but just to go back to Iron Man for a second mm-hmm. um, Stan Lee cameo rating out of five. Oh yeah um he's you half now four yeah, solid. I give it three. Yeah, that's okay. okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Back to Incredible Hulk. Um, with this one, yeah, it's like you just you watch it and like, I just don't care. There is nothing that really grabs me about it. Like he plays uh, Betty. Uh, Betty is oh fuck! I know who it is. I know who it is. I know who it is. Uh, Liz Taylor. Liz, Liz, Liv Tyler. I <laughs> love Liz Taylor. Uh, yeah, Liv Tyler, who is fine. Yeah, just fine. Like, there's nothing too bad, too great about her. Like, you, you know her as Arwen from Lord of the Rings. She was perfectly acceptable. Like, yeah. I'm also very glad she didn't come back, though. For? For any other film. Yeah, I don't think she was good on this. I think... I'm actually happy Eddie, Eddie Norton didn't come back. I thought... You know, I mean, he, he seemed... He's too sticky. The, the, thing about, the thing about Edward Norton as an actor is that he does not work in roles like this. No, he doesn't work any big budget. No, big no, he can do big budget, I think. It's just a role like Bruce Banner where he's supposed to be hidden and kind of sad and like kind of lonely. I feel like he it is it's not the best role for him. Yeah, like he'd work great as like a villain in like say a movie like Alita. Spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah, a movie like Alita. A movie like Alita, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But you talk about as well, like the story of it. The story is that you just Hulk is running away, Army tries to get him, Hulk keeps running sad. away, Hulk's sad. Tim Roth shows up. Hulk's Tim Roth. T- Tim Roth turns into his own kind of Hulk, called the Abomination. Rex Detroit. Yada yada. The final battle was alright. I final battle was actually pretty good. I mean, it is literally again, it is similarity of the same versus same, Hulk versus Hulk kind of thing. But it's like it's fun. Man, even like uh, bottom tier MCU so use better than Justice League. Take that. That's the funny thing. Take like, that, guys. The thing about it, like, this film is at least watchable. You, you will still watch it and enjoy it. Right? Yeah, I don't think you'd enjoy it. I think like it's, it's fine. Like, it's, I, think, I think there is some enjoyment to be taken out of. Like, if you were just looking at bottle of the Barrel, I've got a weekend where I'm not doing anything and I want just something that's perfectly, I can use this background noise, I'll watch this. Yeah, no, I like that. Mm. Um, what, what would you give it out of, out of five? I'd give it two and a half. I'd just give it a two. Fair enough, fair enough. Let's move on to our next film, which is Iron Man 2. Oh,
1: it's good to be back. Looks like the fight's coming to you. Come on! Nail it! Snap out of it, buddy. I need you. Oh,
0: man. You can have your suit back. Iron Man 2. Sir! I'm going to have- Ask you to exit the donut.
1: This film is not getting rated.
0: In this film, we now follow Tony Stark, who is reveling in his fame after revealing at the end of the first film which that he was Iron Man. He is Iron Man. Which, not gonna lie, best decision MCU could ever have made. Yeah. Like to reveal to reveal his identity straight away. Was that improvised? Uh, No, that was written. It was written. That was a which again very 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 happy they did. And now we kind of see. This one kind of explores the fallout of that slightly. Yeah. And I mean slightly. <laughs> Very slightly. The kind of core of this film is that there is a guy called, guy called Mickey Rourke playing a character called R- Whiplash. Give me that bird. And I know Mickey Rourke is the actor, but he is playing Mickey Rourke with a, Russian, with a bad Russian accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, he wants his bird. Oh, that was good. I, I, want like my, that. I want my bird. No, you turned into Dracula. I want I won't my butt. <laughs> I want my butt now. And yeah, Mickey Rourke is trying to get back to Tony Stark because of some shit his dad did to, to Mickey Rourke's dad. Someone did with strawberries. Mm. Meanwhile, Tony Stark is also dying like <laughs> because of palladium poisoning or some shit yeah. and needs to find a replacement heart. And also, there's this yeah. whole like alcoholism thing. Sam Rockwell is in it. Sam Rockwell's actually really good in and he it. He dances. He dances, and I love Sam Rockwell dancing. And yeah, it all kind of climaxes in a, another same-versus-same Iron Man-versus-Iron Man climax. This time with the added bit of Don Cheeto. Yeah. yeah! Don! Fucking love Don Cheadle. Yeah. So what do you like about this film? I actually really like this movie. Do you actually? I, this, yeah. This movie is my guilty pleasure. Okay. It's, it's my... It's the runt of the MCU. Everyone always says <laughs> uh, Iron Man 2 sucks. I think there's a lot to enjoy from it. And here's some of the things that you can enjoy about it. Justin Hammer doing the dance Uh, 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 (laughs) the courtroom scenes they're really good Mm -hmm. um the um, the 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 final battle where um scene has like the ultimate bullet and it just dinks off the (laughs) the Iron Man guy okay yeah that's pretty good um the Formula One scene where Whiplash like whips the car which makes no sense because Tony decided spur of the moment that it was going to enter the race but let's not dwell on it Mm -hmm. um the bird, anything to do with the bird? You love the bird. Yeah, I love the bird. Um, Nick Nick Fury, more Nick Fury. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson's there. Scarlett Johansson is there. I'll talk about her. Like, yeah. I, I certainly have thoughts on her. I think I think it's a pretty good movie. I think it's a fun time. Um, okay, I can't remember why I thought it was a fun time, but I like it. So here's the thing with me and Iron Man too. Iron Man, if you cut out all the Avenger baiting. Ollie trying to set up a wider universe this film is fine this film is actually quite good uh, but the problem for me what bogs it down is it, Marvel clearly did not really know how to start building their universe so yeah. all the kind of like wider MCU implications like Nick Fury and Scarlett Johansson and his Black Widow they feel so shoehorned in I also think Scarlett Johansson is not that good in this film as Black Widow. She very much improves later on in the MCU, but like with this film, she's good in the accent, but not really character. Yeah, character-wise and performance, I think she's very bland and very yeah. like underwhelming. And I also don't believe her as this badass spy. And that not even that. Isn't me talking. This isn't even coming as only seeing her in like films like the Other Bullying Girl and like Lost Translation. I just was like, she's just not good. Yeah. As well. Mickey Rourke is just not a good villain. He's hammy as fuck, which I I do enjoy. I like him. He had a toothpick. But overall, he's just, it's not great. It also is just very, very, very similar to Iron Man 1 in a lot of aspects. I feel. I feel like if you watch them back to back, there are a lot of similarities between the two. Really? I feel like it is very much kind of the MCU just kind of running its wheels. I love uh, the drunk Iron Man scene, the party scene. Yeah, I feel like they really should have explored that more. But then you have him sitting on a donut. Yeah, yeah. As and a donut worker, you should have appreciated that more. Oh, I, I, I refuse to acknowledge donuts anymore. Like That's I true. do, I do hate them. And I, but not in first. That scene was very funny. But the whole kind of like palladium poisoning bit and like the always oh, dying. First off, you know he's not gonna die because he's Iron Man. Mm. Yeah, but it, it gave us John Slattery. It did give us John Slattery, and um, I will, ne- I will never say no to uh, Mr. Slattery. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just every time I watch the film, I do think it's very much like the MCU is just kind of running on its fumes. Yeah. Like it's just a okay, we need to watch this, and then we're gonna get to like the next one. Okay, you need to watch this one, or else like you won't get the next one. And I'm like, I don't want to watch that film. A film simply for the reason that's like why we're watching it though. If if you just offer me straight up, do I, I want to watch Iron Man two? I'm I'm down for that. Okay. I, I really enjoy Iron Man two. Like I, I think there's nothing wrong with Iron Man Two. It is a perfectly like solid film, but for me, it just feels like it's running on wheels. What's our Stan Lee cameo? Our Stanley cameo is him as Larry King. Larry King. Yeah. Also, we didn't talk about the Incredible Hulk Stanley cameo. <laughs> Damn it. Like, yeah, uh, that's him. Get it? Di- him dying. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. So don't like that cameo. Uh, um, I give I give that cameo one out of five. Yeah. Um, the one as Larry Larry. The way it work for our Irish audience. <laughs> so, yeah, I give it a two out of five. It was fine. Like I, can't, I don't remember as well as one for me. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and yeah, I don't remember the post credits was probably a trailer. The kind of post credits was actually the Thor hammer,
1: mm, which I really, I, I, I a good one.
0: It was a decent one. Yeah, it certainly was a good setup for the next film. Yeah, yeah. But overall, for me, Iron Man two is just like, it's be- certainly better than the Incredible Hulk, but like it's not that great. I feel. So would you give it out of five? I would give it a two out of five. I'd give it a three and a half. I remember 2 uh, is awesome. Fair enough, fair enough. Rewards it, guys. Mm. What are we moving on to next now? Um is it is it Captain America? No, it oh, is. No, it is Thor first. It is Thor. Whoever wields this
1: hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor.
0: Soon enough. God, I hope you're not crazy. <laughs> Thor, oh, the Norse god of thunder and lightning and all that good stuff, god as played by human angel himself, made of marble, Chris Hemsworth. Before he was good. Before he was good. Yeah. In this film, we follow Thor as he is about to become king of Asgard when some shit happens, and he ends up basically getting exiled to Earth and having to learn to, like, be... be Well, in the words of Kendrick Lamar, be humble. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, we are introduced to the character of Loki and the whole city of Asgard. And it's basically Loki versus Thor, end of the film. Yada, yada, yada. Let's be real. Thor is, in my opinion, a missed opportunity. Yeah, and I think, to be honest, it's down to the direction from Kenneth Branagh. Which is very funny, because I thought, when I heard heard it was Kenneth Bran directing it, I genuinely thought that was an inspired choice because Kenneth Branagh while he is not an amazing director he excels when he is able to do more period or kind of royalty kind of things his whole Shakespeare fetish really pisses me off do you like the Hamlet film though because I love that film I think his Hamlet film for me is, one of the, is an incredible film purely because they use the entire text like mm-hmm. to its full yeah. and that it is pure the cinematography is amazing I feel and like the whole production of it is incredible and also, I do like his um, what was it? What's the name? I do like his version of "Must Do About Nothing" as well. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Joss Sweden's probably better. Uh, to agree to disagree. Yeah. But with this film, though, again, you kind of just you really don't want to be the thing about Thor. When you think of Thor, you want to see Thor being Thor, doing his thing in Asgard going across the nine realms kicking ass that's not what you get in this film uh, nah I'm thinking of a Thor movie I want to see him stranded in a desert without his hammer um, and uh, fall in love with Natalie Portman and her annoying friend I mean her uh, charming friend (laughs) that's what I want and I want a shoehorned Hawkeye oh yeah that's what you get in this film and a big robot that shoots flames it's funny because that's pretty much what you get for most of this film there's a lot of desert there's a lot of desert there's a lot of cat dennings there's a lot of natalie portman natalie portman who's not good in this film oh no no she's she's really bad as you plain. get you get stan skarsgård in this good. film he's all he's sure he's, good. yeah he's, he's, he's good in this film well he's reliable in this film we'll talk about him so, a little more if later the, if you look at thor right every single character like uh, actor i mean is wasted because like chris Hemsworth, he's only started acting at this stage but you have natalie portman wasted um, Anthony Hopkins Wasted Now I will argue on that Anthony Hopkins is hilarious In this film oh, he's, no, he's, oh, no Anthony Hopkins being hilarious Is where he's playing uh, Transformers Age of Extinction that's, Was he in Age of Extinction? Oh yes he was, was, was. In one of them. No he, no, no, was, he in was, was in, after in after that. Uh, Last Night The la- oh, Jesus That's the name of that Yeah Then you have Idris Elba Wasted Wasted It just ugh. There's so many good actors wasting this and yet the only actors, like in *Furnace*. the only actors who are not wasted is Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston. Chris Hemsworth, I feel, he gives a good performance as Thor. He does not get, he does get a lot better. But I think for his first go... I think go, it's him lacking confidence. I think it is. Because at first, he certainly l- looks the part. Although yeah. I'm not a big fan of his, like... I feel like he doesn't look as good as he does later on in regards to his, like build and everything what age would you say Chris Hemsworth is Chris Hemsworth I know is about 36 I think 35 35 yeah so that yeah. means when this came out that was 8 years ago he was was 35 minus 8 yeah he would be 20 20 27 27 yeah like that's very young yeah like in first though like he does not he never looked young like my god Liam Hemsworth is only 29 yeah Liam Hemsworth is Uh, no he's not the, he's the youngest one yeah Okay, I'm getting sidetracked. But um yeah, he's very he's only in his twenties in this. Mm. Like in a big budget movie about a guy tugging his hammer, as Cork would say. Mm. Um, it just Sure Tom Hilson Tom Hilson was only a year old but He Tom wanted Hilson to be Thor as well. I know. And he I and his audition tape. His audition tape for Thor is hilarious. Yeah. Like and I do feel, I feel like he again, thank God for Kenneth Branagh, because the saving grace of this film is Tom Hilson as Loki. Oh yeah. Like he of. is Excellent. Yeah, he's just a squirmy little shit. He is a squirmy little shit, and yet also I feel for him because, yeah, he was lied to his whole life. Yeah. Um, oh, and um, Zachary Levy's in this? No. Zachary, no? Zachary Levy was supposed to be in this, but couldn't because he was filming Chuck. So they was cast, he in Thor 2? He was in Thor 2, yes. Like, they recast him. Wait. Tell me I'm wrong in saying this, okay? Please mm-hmm. tell me I'm wrong. Okay. But was Rene Russo Thor's mom? Yep. Oh my God! They wasted Renee. They really, really wasted Renee Rousseau okay. in this film. So how do you feel about Asgard? Asgard looks great. I think Asgard looks great. I think Asgard is—you really do want to. Like, you really want to spend more time in Asgard. And I think every time I'm in Asgard, every time we're taken away from mm. Asgard, I'm like, no. I think the characters yeah. in Asgard are shit. Who's the bad guy? in this? Uh, The bad guy is Loki. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you have also the frost giant Luffy. Um, there's a lot going on. In there's this a lot, movie. awful lot going on in this film. Yeah. I don't really have that much to say. I don't remember Thor that well. It's like... I watched it recently, but it's just... It's, I, I do think it's good. I think it is a very good film. And it's a very watchable film. And it's probably... If I'm ranking Phase 1, I'd probably put about number 3. Like, I think it's... No. Or maybe number 4, I think. For me, it's like... How many there? Six. Six I put nine? it. I put it... Actually, no. I could interchange it with 3. Like... Um, I might put it... No, I prefer Iron Man 2. So it would be my second uh, least favourite. Fair enough. But I think it is think it is a very well done film. I think the effects are very, very good for the time it as It's just a lot well. of wasted potential. It is wasted potential. That being said, the stuff that's there, it's still pretty alright. And yeah. I still enjoy it. I still love Tom Hiddleston. I still. I do enjoy Chris Hemsworth, for the performance he gives in that film. And I... Stan Lee's cameo, good. cameo is good. Stan Lee's cameo is very funny. i think get the hammer on the ground. I mean, who wouldn't? You know. Yeah. Hawkeye is fucked in this film. Like, Hawkeye's in it for five minutes and then doesn't shoot anything. So. <laughs> That's very good. That is. Mm. And then the post credits scene in this film is actually pretty good. In that they bring and that it just says, "Oh, Loki's still alive," because of course he is. Is that the post-credits? It's um yeah. Selvig is taken to the shield facility and then he's like he meets Nick Fury. who has the uh the cosmic cube. Oh, really? And then it turned, and then Loki just comes out and he's like, well, be grand. Ah. Well, I'm going to give it a three out of five. I am going to give it a three and a half out of five. It's Fair a, enough. It's a perfectly watchable film. Very fun. You'll enjoy it. Oh, now we're on to, the, to, to a film that I'm interested to hear your thoughts on. Captain America, the first Avenger.
1: Whatever happens, stay who you are. Not just a soldier. A good man. How do you feel? Taller.
0: Right. What do you think?
1: I think it works.
0: I love this film. I like this movie a lot. I, I love too. this film. I think the um, opening hour of it, I love um, so, we're introduced to Steve Rogers, played by Chris Evans, who's CGI'd into a scrawny little boy, and um, he gets superhero powers from a drug, mm-hmm. and he becomes jacked, and he has to fight Hugo Weaving, who is a Nazi, and a lot of Nazis, but he also has a red skull, and with his buddy Bucky Barnes, Tommy Lee Jones, and um, what's what's... Uh, Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. And this movie is a lot of fun. This movie, for me, is one of my favourites of the MCU. Really? Like, genuinely, it is one of the best MCU films and one of the best origin stories I've ever seen. Purely because, for one, it's a period film. I love period films, especially 1940s films. Mm. And I feel like the period is very accurately represented, even if it's, like, super sci-fi. Chris Evans is fantastic as Captain America, which I didn't think he would be, because, well, we all saw him as... Johnny Storm. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Blaze Storm. or Johnny Storm, whatever. <laughs> Johnny Blaze. Johnny, there's so many Johnnies in the MCU, in, in Marvel in general, but yeah. he's very good. He's so. He's one of the best castings of the MCU in that he is just Captain America through and through. I love Cap. He is. Cap is my favourite character. I like, Cap. Cap is my favourite. It's going to really game. suck when he does. Oh, when he dies, I'm going to cry. He won't die. He won't die. Um, I think the direction of the film is actually quite good. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson, who directed The Rocketeer. Yeah. And I think he's a very good director. I think it really fits the time. Mainly because I feel like he's just making The Rocketeer again. Mm. I haven't seen The Rocketeer. It's actually quite good. But I, I quite enjoy it. I don't know what it is. Um, look it up there now, but like it, The Rocketeer is quite an enjoyable film. And again, as you said, the first hour, hour and a half of this film, like the first two acts of this film is really good. Seeing Captain America beca- as the scrawny young boy, and, and then growing into the man he becomes is incredible and very good to watch and you really, really, really care for Steve Rogers mm. and then once he goes out and does his first mission it's really yeah. great and then that kind of montage of him foiling Red Skull is just enjoyable and it feels fun and what I love about this is that the heart of Steve Rogers is there through the entire time Like you have the bullies trying to fight oh. him and he uses the trash can as a shield mm. I'm like, yeah or the bit where he's in the training camp and he jumps on the grenade. One of my favourite scenes on MCU. That's one of the best like, moments of character yeah. in any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Because it purely says everything you need to know about Steve Rogers in that he will do anything to save others. He just... Hell, the best, one of the best lines in this film, even if it's a little bit on the nose, is, I don't like bullies. I don't care where they come from. Yeah, And I'm like, That's, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't like bullies. And the romance between him and uh, Peggy. God. It's, it's really really tragic this has the best ending in any MCU film it has it genuinely has one of the best endings in the MCU when he's like I had a date like it's re- like it's really really upsetting and it's funny because the romance with Peggy Carter it's very it's not as developed rewatching the film it's very subtle it's very very subtle Like it's very like it's not push in push to the forefront. It's mainly like you can see that these two will probably fall in love. Yeah. But or like probably get with each other. But it's not the most like important thing. There are scenes where I'm just like, okay, that's a bit stupid. Like the scene with the jealousy scene. The what one? The jealousy scene where like Natalie Uh, Dormer from Game of Thrones shows up. Yeah. And just starts making out with Steve Rogers because who wouldn't? Yeah, but I like the scene where that comes after it, where they're testing the shield and she shoots it, like Mm -hmm. it works. Inverness, like Peggy like Carter, is that. just one of the most badass characters of all time. Did you watch Agent Carter? I did. I loved Agent Carter. I've never seen that. The first season is really good. Second season is. There's eh. only two. Yeah. There's only two seasons. First season's excellent, I think. And it's especially if you're just after watching First Avenger, it's a great like yeah. car- uh, companion to it. Isn't it weird that um, Tommy Lee Jones was in this movie? <laughs> Tommy Jones in this movie. Tommy Jones is really good in this film. He's very funny. Um, I yeah, I really enjoy. Um Hugo weaving as a villain, Hugo weaving just should be villains and everything like, yeah, especially like really really, really over the top it's, fun it's villains like was the Red's last called. thing I enjoyed him in, really yeah, I hated uh, mortal engines, mm. i don't care for uh Black Forty Seven. Yeah, that's fair. Any foreign listeners will be like, "Yeah, fair enough," but for some reason, just because of Set in Ireland, people lost their minds over it. I mean, our people always lose their their minds of a big bunch of films that are Set in Ireland. You yeah. know that. I thought this one. Oh, I don't like that movie, but that's a conversation. We're that's a conversation right? of time. But Hugh yeah. in this film is just good. He's a great. He's the. He is evil for the sake of being evil. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Toby, Toby Jones is also really also fun in this film. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed, I, I love a bit of Toby Jones. Who, who plays the um the old man? Uh, sort of. Apprentice? no Apprentice. The guy who gives him the powers. Yeah. Stanley Tucci. What? That's the doctor is Stanley Tucci. Really? Yeah. That did I never noticed. Stanley Tucci. And Stanley Tucci's great. Like, Stanley, like, Stanley Tucci, I just love Stanley Tucci. as an actor. He's just such an v- enjoyable and great presence. I honestly never noticed I've seen this movie 10 billion times. I never noticed Are that you already. for real? Tucci. Tucci gang for life. Yeah, Stanley Tucci is excellent in this film. Like he's, and it is quite sad when he ends up dying in the end. Like, but not as good as he is in Transformers. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ring every movie into Transformers. Please don't. Yeah. Um, Stanley cameo. It's. him yeah, it's fine. Like it's it's just him saying I thought he'd be taller, and that's fine. Like. Yeah. I don't, I don't really ask. I have to say with Stanley cameos, I don't ask for much. I just want to see Stanley. Like. Oh. Stop! <laughs> stop! <laughs> Besides, the best cameo ever of Stanley is not even in this like franchise. Uh, it's in Fantastic Four, where he plays the postman. No, clerks. Uh, no, uh, in clerks. it's in the I'm the, not clerks. The man. best, the best Stanley cameo in um, ever is in Amazing Spider-Man. No, the best Stanley cameo ever is in Mo Rats. Yeah, yeah. But all, but I personally I do love the Amazing Spider-Man that one. So what are we gonna give Captain America out of five? I give it a five out of five. What? Actually, no, no. I'll give it four out of five because, like, there are again dips in logic and yeah. like, it does drag a little bit. But overall, it's one of my favorite MCU films. I give it a four out of five. I had a well, I had a here as a three and a half, but um, the more I think about it, I'm I'm, I'm with you on a four. Yeah, like it's just oh, it's so good, it's so fucking good, man. And now it's time to team up and see the entire gang in the Avengers, or as we like to call it, Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble. We are at war.
1: We need a team. Let's do a head count. A super soldier, the demigod, a couple of master assassins, and there's me. I have an army. We have a Hulk.
0: IMAX 3D May 4th. I remember when this came out, I went to see it with my mom. Like, and we left, we, at the end of the film, the whole cinema applauded it. Yeah. Like, it was, it's one of. It's still one of my favourite experiences in the cinema ever. It. Oh, Like, I do, I do get, I do, it's such a lovely, like, experience. And to this day, I'm still like, yeah, this is one of the best films the MCU has ever done. I wish I never watched it again after that. Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, I feel like um, nothing will ever, like, Rewatching that movie, I'll never, I'll never like it as much as I did the first time. Yeah, the first time I ever, I think it just goes for anyone who ever sees it. But the first time you ever see the Avengers, it's more so the novelty and the fun of just seeing yeah. all these characters come together is just awesome. Oh, it's so good. And it, I personally do, even though you say that, I do think it's also a very rewatchable film. Oh, it is purely mainly for the last act. Like, yeah, it's a little bit um, too long. It is a little bit too long. Yeah, I can but agree with that. A lot of Marvel movies sort of have that problem. Mm. That it's a little bit too long. Like I could, reasons. like there are points where I'm like I can cut that out. Cut yeah. That out. But like a lot of stuff in the Helicarrier, you could have cut that out. Yeah. So basically, Avengers centers around uh, the gang that we've met so far, with including a new Hulk, teaming up together to take on Loki and the Chitauri. Yeah. Yeah. In a. Th- th- Best battle scene of MCU. The best, like, fun, Probably the best third act in the MCU. Oh, like, yeah. so far, so far, actually, I think. At this yeah. point. At this point, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's terrific. Like, what can we? What, it's funny because like this film, it's if you look at it anyway. Like now, I look at it and I think, this film is very corny. It's quite predictable. Oh, yeah. The characters, but the, and the car- and like everything, everything is kind of teetering on the edge of logic to dis suspend your disbelief but the thing that makes this film is the fact is the characters this film is hilarious mm, this film is one of the f- is just fucking funny yeah but it does not like get in the way of the drama oh no like you have um, Thor Loki massacring the opera house and then when Thor finding out he's be, being like he's adopted <laughs> <laughs> like I love that that whole like that scene is really good yep. I really enjoy Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Hiddleston's little scene together in the bar in like the top of Star Tower yeah we that's, have a Hulk we have a Hulk Um, there's just so many quotable lines so, from this oh film no, he doesn't say billionaire playboy philanthropist and that bit does he no he does yeah is that in that scene too I like, don't know No, that that scene that, isn't there, like, take away that suit of armor and what are you billionaire genius playboy philanthropist yeah uh, like it's funny it's funny like Everyone has seen this film. Everyone went to see this film when it came out. And this was the the, t- the moment when the MCU became what it is it today. Took off. It took off so well. Yeah. And um, the be- best thing to come from this movie is Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Which is funny because Mark Ruffalo before that would not have been seen as that great of an actor. And that great of a performance. Yo. Yeah. Um, um, do you know him? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I Before that film, Mark Ruffalo would not have been seen as a great actor, or a great performer. Like, or at least he would have. Been, he would have, but he would have been seen a lot of stuff. This is kind of his big kind of breakout role. Mm, yeah. Mm. And he's charming. He's sort of anxious as Bruce Banner. Yeah. He feels more like the character than Ed Norton ever came near. Yeah. And yet you buy the rage as well. Oh, you, you do. You really like. You can see that there is an undercurrent of yeah. like. So then that moment at the end of the film where he says, "I'm always angry." It's one of the most satisfying moments I've seen in the film. Yeah. Also, um, Black Widow's really good in this. Black Widow's so good in this is one of my favorite parts of the film purely because they just she gets a really great opening scene in that like yeah. in her like intro where she just does not give a shit. Yeah. Like she's just like on the phone the whole time. He's like, "Come on, this guy's giving me everything. Would you fuck off? Like, please let yeah. me do the job." And he's like, "Oh." Dude, okay. The only thing that doesn't work is Hawkeye, maybe. Yeah, Hawkeye um, gets or, a little. Or, yeah, he gets shafted. He gets a little bit shafted in this film, but like I purely, I still think he gets his own share of good moments, though. Like the mo, uh, and that's literally just in the, the final act. Like we can talk about that final act a bit. Does it, every hero gets their moment. Every hero gets their moment to shine. We get so many great team up moments. The bit where oh. Iron Man shoots into the Captain America shield to take out oh. Tari. We ah, get the, the, the spinning shot. Remember mm. the spinning shot. The spinning shot, which is just one of the most iconic shots in cinema yeah. in general now. And like we could talk about this film for hours. Yeah. Like you can talk about the problems of this film. How yes, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yes, Lohi does have the get captured. And then, like, plan. and um, Yeah. You can talk about that a bit. You also have, however... Colson Coulson dying. You have... Which is so emotional. You have Loki just fucking killing it. Like, yeah. Tom Hilson what what's, being... the, what's the insult he says? You snivelling... Ah, oh, hold on. I am a god, you dull creature. And I will not be bullied by... <sighs> No 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 hold on hold on that's not the one. What? Um the one he says it to uh Black Widow. Oh his big little like uh, I don't I don't, just stop just stop It's You fun. mewling Quim You mewling Quim. Yeah He just uh like Tom Wilson it's that's the reason he became famous. Like Oh my god, wait here you know what he says. What? I will use your very Emotions and femalelessness to break you horrifically. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, that's oh, oh. It's okay. He's a villain. You mule and Quim. He's a bad. He's a bad guy. He's in this a bad film. dude. He's a bad, he's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. Fucking awesome though. Like fucking great villain. The forest battle was good. Forest battle was very good. Forest battle very, very funny. Like yeah. Doth mother, know you're wearing her drapes. What is a Shakespeare in the Park? Mm. I think. <laughs> End of the day, Avengers is is awesome. Yeah, Avengers is just a purely awesome film. If you haven't seen it, how? The fact that this film also beat The Dark Knight Rises in that summer, like, is outstanding to me. Yeah, it did mm. didn't it? Dark uh, Knight Rises still made a billion. Like, just about. Yeah, just about. Just but just it, about. St- it still made it. This was one of the yeah. highest-grossing films ever, though. This this was like top three for a couple years. Did it make top three? It yeah. Let's it was, see. like, just under, um... It was just under Titanic. Mad. Oh, yeah. really? It's box office was 1.519 billion. Yeah, like, that's just... That, was, yeah, that would have been just under Titanic. At the top... Now, of course, it's been completely trumped. Yeah. But, like... Except, but I think it's still in top ten? Oh, no. It's, like, top five. Top five? Yeah. Fuck off. Top ten highest grossing movies. Because... Oh, well, there's still that. Like, yeah. We can talk about this to death, but the fact of the matter is everyone has seen Avengers... And it is awesome. If you haven't, just go and see it. What would you rank it? Um, I'd give it a four out of five. I would give it a four and a half and a five. Yeah, fair. Like just very, very fucking. It's the fourth highest grossing movie of all time. The fourth highest. Yeah, movie Yeah, the only of all ones time. above it is *Force Awakens*, *Titanic*, and *Avatar*. Uh, oh no, wait! If sorry, if you're sorry, you're *Infinity about War*. War so yeah, sorry, It's six, is six. Yeah. *Jurassic World* is that yeah. one? And then uh, *Infinity War*. Sorry, I just that's okay. That's okay. But yeah. I think now we can move off of Avengers and our constant gushing and gush about a new film, Iron Man 3. Yeah! Yeah!
1: I can't come home yet. But as long as I'm out here, the Mandarin will come looking for you. You'll never see me coming. So run away. Hide. Because nothing can save you can protect the one thing I can't live without <sighs> that's you I got you I got you first
0: we both we were both waiting to see if we liked it or not and I'm assuming I, you like it I really like this movie. Iron Man 3 is one of the most underrated films in the MCU Period. Iron Man 3 is one of the most underrated movies ever yeah and I put that down to the fact that of, because of the twist of the film
1: we'll, like talk about, it.
0: we'll talk about we'll talk in a second but <laughs> Iron Man 3 takes place immediately after Avengers wherein we follow Tony who's a uh, he's a little bit traumatized after Avengers which what happened in the <laughs> yeah like he kind of considering he you know kind of died and was sh- screamed shouted awake by a giant green monster you kind of just don't really get over that and no and it's he's, a tough one he's basically spent the last year been in between just building suits and getting himself ready for the next like invasion mm. and all the while, we have a group known as Extremis, who, or sorry, well, I just don't know what they're called, Actually, but they're whatever. We have the Mandarin, as played by Ben Kingsley, who is coming for the world. Yeah, right? he is. And who has the best voice ever. You'll never see me coming. <laughs> he sounded like he was singing the Venom. Song. Venom. 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 Come um, Yeah, I love this
1: movie.
0: Um, so, tell, tell me what you like about this one. I like how um, it takes away his suit again. Yeah. Like, it just resorts to Iron Man sort of having to discover himself. Mm. Um, it's really funny. I love how Shane Black it is. I know he directed mm. it, obviously. Yeah. But this is a Shane Black movie. Like, it's that at that Christmas. You have... Um, you, well, you don't have swearing. But you have, like, his normal comedic beats. Mm. And I'm like... Oh, it's just... I don't know why I'm as high like oh this is great as it is like I don't really have much of a reason I just feel it flows really well it's, it's actually very well paced I feel like I love the action too the action in it is some of the best action in the MCU I feel the house exploding scene. the house exploding scene is very well done the Air Force One scene is very good where oh, he's yeah. diving out of the plane and they did that all in live action yeah. like well obviously well Yes, they had the Iron Man suit and they flew it. Now, like the catching everyone and everyone going to the war, that was all done live action. They did that for real, which I think is awesome. God. Just the whole, and the climax of the, about 50 Iron Man suits coming to save, awesome. Yeah, and Downing Jr. carries this movie on his back. That's why, when I was saying you earlier on about how he doesn't give a good performance until, the, until Iron Man 3, yeah. this is him being fucking it's excellent. Like, yeah. like this is kind on of show, for me it show that Robert Downey Jr. still gives a shit about these, for this franchise, but this when, was about the time when he got that huge pay rise well that was the, he got his huge pay rise and which I mean in first why wouldn't he like he's, yeah. he was the one making the MCU and then yeah it's just like that. it's just an it's a very very well flowing film it's very funny Ty Simpkins is really good Ty Simpkins is very good because and I don't like I don't like child actors. He's a very good child actor. Like yeah, he's good in this. I'm the world. Yeah, he's he's annoying, but not in the way that I hate him like that. Yeah, I love um, it's like the the scene where he's talking about his dead dad. It's like yeah, my dad's dead too. Don't be a pussy. Yeah, it's like I know that. a lot of people don't like that line, but I love, I love that line. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> like um, and yeah, like again, we come back to the twist. Again, this twist is very very well done and very unexpected. Because again, they didn't spoil the marketing. No, it was one. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't spoiled at all. It was. It's surprisingly, it wasn't. Yeah. And a lot of people were butthurt about this. A lot of people were not happy with. It. A lot of people were very pissed off that we didn't get Iron Man versus a magical uh, ten ring Asian stereotype. But why would you want to see um, Ben Kingsley in a, like a fighting scene? It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because he'd be all CGI. Yeah. Also. Here's the thing with the Iron Man franchise. If if you just look at the Iron Man franchise and disregard the MCU and just look at the films itself, yeah, there is no way that the Mandarin from the comics would, would fit work. in this like in this film. Yeah, and even though like they were kind of portraying him as like this another ter- a terrorist and like this like kind of all like all seeing overlord, yeah, even that doesn't really work that well. Like I mean, actually, no, it does work in context. And I feel like the scenes with him as the Mandarin are quite threatening and intimidating. Yeah, but I feel like the twist really works. What, what doesn't work in this movie is the other bad guy. He's, yeah, he's Guy like, Pierce. Guy Pierce sucks in this. Guy Pierce is not great in this film. Yeah. And I put that down to the writing mainly. Yeah. Like, as good as this film is, the writing for the villain really doesn't help. He was a nerd and now he's hot and jacked. Yeah, he basically, it's, again, it's Syndrome from The Incredibles. Yeah, it is literally syndrome from The Incredibles. At least it wasn't same versus same. Oh, and also we have um the uh Gwyneth Paltrow um dying and then not dying. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow dies and then doesn't die because she actually has extremis. Yeah, which I don't mind that. I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. People get really pissed off because like, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow killed the villain. G- Iron Man didn't save the day. I'm like, I'm sorry, Iron Man did the bulk. Did people of get pissed off about that. People get really pissed off for like stupid little things in this film. I'm like. First off, Iron Man did the bulk of the work. He literally yeah. fought for like probably hours on end. He's just walked from fucking Tennessee. Like <laughs> Yeah, um, I think there's a really good movie. Um Stanley is a beauty pageant guy. <laughs> Stanley is perfectly grand in this film. Yeah. Uh, it's a very good, it's just it's a very much like for me it's not a game changer, mm. but it is also like the perfect way to close out the Iron Man franchise. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that mm. one. Um, oh and also um, the other thing I don't like about it is the ending yeah the yeah. ending where based where he, he could have he, had his thing changed the whole time yeah that really infuriated me and I feel like that was like even though it, does, it doesn't really affect his character as much Like, I feel like it's a missed opportunity because having basically a shrapnel thing in your chest that could kill you at any time yeah, makes him vulnerable and now it's like well he's not vulnerable anymore and they basically say, like, oh, he's not going to be Iron Man. He Ar- could have had it done the whole time. He could have well. had it done like, literally when why, he got home. Why then? And then they, they're basically like, oh, he's not going to be Iron Man anymore. And then he's literally right back to it in Ultron. Yeah. The post credits was good in this. Post credits? What was Post credits? Well, saying? you have two. You had the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver reveal. Um, Baron Von Strucker. Has was that not in Winter Soldier? Well, maybe it was. Well, the mm-hmm. other one then is uh, Mark Ruffalo was listening, was, was asleep while he was telling his story. <laughs> Which, oh, I think you're right. Yeah. No, right no, right. it was. I think it was the um, the ba- Van Van Strucker thing. No, Von Strucker was in fucking Bunch of Soldier. Yeah. And the cross credits to this is. Yeah, the post credits is just the Mark Ruffalo one. Just Mark Ruffalo. Which again, very funny scene. Yeah. Like I feel because Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr. are the best, is one of the best pairings in the MCU. So where are you gonna give this out of five? I give it a four out of five. It's a very it's a very very good film. I'm just under a four, a three and a half three and three quarters yeah okay yeah we'll give it a three and three quarters and see how that is yeah. right um so we're on to oh god Thor a dark world this is all brother let us begin
1: we will fight to the last drop of blood Hold
0: on to something. Anyone else? Thor The Dark World rated PG-13 in 3D and Real-D
1: November 8th.
0: Fuck this movie. I forgot this one was here. This movie, shit. Do we have to talk about this one? No, we're not going to talk about this one. Okay, no. Right, we're going to do one minute on it. So, Thor The Dark World. It's just crap. You don't care about what's going on. Thor is perfectly acceptable in this film. He's got longer hair but he still looks like crap. Cat Dennings is annoying Cat Dennings is annoying as fuck We spend way too much time With the human characters When we should be spending More time with the Asgard people Because they're much cooler Why would you want that When you can have a Chris O'Dowd cameo Oh Chris O'Dowd Why is he in this film Just to go on a date With Natalie Portman Um, Also Christopher Exxon's in this film As the villain Malekith He's a real elf is just awful Malekith the Great Malekith is a terrible villain A waste of Christopher Exxon's talents as an actor Who is just friggin awesome In everything he is Except for this Yeah Rene Russo Is in this film she dies She <laughs> dies <laughs> She dies <laughs> Tom Hilson is the only good thing about this film in my opinion Because he's just having fun It had a Chris Evans cameo It did have a Chris Evans cameo that was one of the, That's one of the funniest cameos I've ever yeah. seen Oh I vouch for the Thor on the train scene That's a good scene That's a pretty funny scene Also Thor putting his hammer in a coat rack It's kind of funny Also really kind of annoying Yeah It's in London It's, in, it's set in London yeah for most players There's parts. a Shreddy's product placement I remember yeah. that um, uh, but I think we're missing the point this film was crap you don't care you, nobody cares what this film is uh, oh oh, the scene where Loki's fake out death was great Loki's fake out death is very very good but Thor lost his arm Thor lost his arm and then he doesn't yeah uh, which you know I actually really, really I really would have liked if, if he lost his arm for yeah, real he loses something later I know that but like <laughs> it wouldn't have been cool if, like oh he, don't, he doesn't have his arm anymore yeah uh, the Stan Lee cameo in this film uh, I don't remember it it was I actually forget what it was uh, I think it was oh him in the the, the hospital with uh, yeah it was yeah meh. it was fine it, Stellan Stargars uh, or is it Stellan yeah, yeah Stellan yeah, that he's yeah. naked yeah. at the, the headstones thing yeah as you do yeah Um. don't let a guy from Game of Thrones direct a feature length movie pretty much yeah yeah um, which is happening soon with Hellboy but we won't talk about that well, who's directing that Neil Marshall oh it's okay, it's okay. It's okay, uh, honey, it's okay. Don't ruin oh um, But overall, I would give this film a, a 1.5 out of 5. It's, it's just not that great. The mid-end credits end credits scene is pretty okay. Like, Birds? Uh, no, 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 no. The end credits scene is basically two of the characters go to the collector and give them an affinity stone. Oh, uh, yeah. And that basically kind of sets up Guardians of the Galaxy. And there's the bird. And there's the bird. Yeah. The giant bird. Overall, no. Yeah. Don't see this film. Next. We one of the best films, period. In the MCU, yeah. Winter Soldier. Oh, red. Right.
1: As long as I can remember, I just wanted to do the right thing. Not quite sure what that is anymore. The world is a vulnerable place, but we're the best qualified to defend it.
0: This Friday, believe All right, Cap, I'm in. in heroes.
1: If it was up to me to save your life you trust me to do it? I would now. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Would it be Get tickets now at Vandango.
0: So this film came right the fuck out of nowhere. Yeah, that's one sort of uh, floored everyone. Yeah. With no, everyone was like, ah, oh, another Captain America. Okay, that'll be... Yeah. Oh my god, it's, oh, a, it's, it's a 70s spy film. It's Captain America set in like modern day. This is going to be like, oh. And then you're like, oh. This oh, this is awesome. kicks ass. It's, and, and, and it's done... It's, the, it's done by two people... Joe and Anthony Russo. Who'd only directed TV before this? They had never yeah. directed a feature film. Yeah, the words is bananas. Like, And to come out screaming with this as a debut is incredible, I think. I love so much about this. I love that Scarlett Johansson in this movie is at her best. Mm. Sammy Jackson. Sammy Jackson's phenomenal. really great. I think Chris Evans is fucking phenomenal. He's never given a weak performance. He's never ever given a weak performance. In this. I, put, I put this one probably as one of his best. I think yeah, what obviously. they do with Captain America in this film is excellent because they avoid the typical fish out of water thing. Yeah. They very much go... like yeah. This film is very much him coming to terms with the fact that everyone he knew is dead. And he is now... Like, <laughs> kind of a tough thing He's having water. a tough time and he yeah. has to adapt to a world that he doesn't know. And he has the list. Yeah, he has the list, which is great. Yeah. I really do love that scene at the start where Anthony Mackie's just like... It. Yeah, that is a great like intro. And I, I do love that scene where he's just like, oh, you must miss, miss the 40s. Uh, it, was, it was not the same, is yeah. it? And he's like, oh, it's not so bad. Food's better. Internet, you know? I have a, I have a house now. This is the only film where um, Anthony Mackie hasn't really annoyed me. Anthony Mackie is very very good in this film purely because he very much plays the sidekick to a T. Yeah, and he does it quite well. Only in this one. Only in this one, yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. And oh the the villain the villain super good. Like it's the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier is just, mm. and even though they revealed that it was Bucky Barnes it's still that moment you can see that it was like the twist. The shield catch. The shield catch is just that inverse, that whole scene of Captain America's like telemob pursuit, there's one of my favourite videos ever is someone edited that so it's just America fuck yeah as he's crashing through so it's this I'm going to show you actually when we're done this but it's just America fuck yeah Yeah. as he's crashing through the building. Uh, It's really good. All the action in this film is excellent. Like, they're so well choreographed for two guys from the sitcoms yeah like, that's like, what I don't get about all their movies it has the best accent what I see I watched Community and I looked mm-hmm. at the episodes they did and they did a lot of the more action oriented they did, did the films. episodes they did the paintball episodes and they were very good yeah they were really good both of them yeah oh, first, two all side. of them all of them mm. jeez how long were they on Community until uh, season 3 just they just yeah and then two they two went and did which sold Am I right in saying they've worked on Arrested Development too? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, that's how they got the cameo in Infinity mm-hmm. War. But yeah. with that though like with the fact that the action is so well done and a lot of it is practical. Like Yeah. Oh, oh, Robert Redford's in this movie. Robert Redford's really good in this film. Like, yeah. Which the fact that they even got Robert Redford in this film is pretty yeah. cool. Them. Yeah. Ah, elevator scene. Anyone want to get off? The elevator scene is just such an excellent scene. Fra- Frank Grillo is really good in Frank this film. Frank Grillo, too. and just Captain America just comes off as such a badass in this film. And and I love. There's so many good lines. there. last name, Russell. Someone I lost my eye. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like oh, uh, I love I this love, movie. I love the car chase with Sam Jackson. Like oh, and he, like, he has like a briefcase. Does it? He has the lightsaber. He has a lightsaber He cuts a whole underground Sort of like yeah. Looney Tunes And there sort are of like Hops in it Like that is awesome I think Yeah And again The later car- the later scene Where it's Winter Soldier Is counting them down uh, Like on the highway That is really awesome And just the The solo fight Where they hit, he has the knife Yeah That just looks so cool Wait That really Freaked me out watching What um, Nazi computer scene That's, that's a- such a Freaky scene Yeah I don't yeah. like that scene It scares me Yeah that's fair yeah. I think that's probably the. Only, I think the whole Hydra aspect is very well done mm. and very much flips everything about we knew about Shield on its head. Yeah, and I really really enjoyed that aspect. I think to. I think it kind of suffers a little bit in the final act, in that we have a big CGI climax. Yeah. Like, but also the speech by Cap by Cap is really good, <sighs> where he's like, "It's a price I'm willing. Price of freedom is high. The price I'm willing to pay." I really really love that scene, mm. and then the final battle between. Bucky and Steve. I'm with you to the end of the line. So it's, it is, it's emotional. The end of the line, Cap. And again, they, they do end the film with Steve in a hospital saying, on your left. Isn't that the movie? It's like Steve is in, a hus- in the hospital bed beside uh, Anthony Mackie. Really? And he's, I and he's even just, remember and he's just that. like, on your left. Ah, uh, It's really good. So, wh- And Stanley's a guard. Stanley is a guard, and he's going to get so fired for this yeah he's, he's mm. ooh he's on cahoots I don't know there's so much good I can say about this film like that's it yeah. it's such it's one of the most solid action films I've ever seen made Captain America into more of a badass than he already is it, ele- it, made, it elevated the MCU even more I feel oh definitely mm. it's just so much fun even well, like we leave him into the sequence yeah, like, like it's just there's so much good in this just go see Winter Soldier yeah what would you rate it? four and a half I give it a five really? yeah, yeah. it's that good I only have one five in this list. Oh. Yeah. I've got a few, really. Well, I've got, I've got three. You have three? My top three or five. Uh, only my one is a five. Okay. Okay. I'm very connected you with fives. <laughs> um, Let's what? move on now to Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Our world is facing an unstoppable threat. Send in the
1: Guardians. What the hell? I don't got that long a lifespan anyway. Yeah!
0: August first. So here we are: a thief, two thugs, an assassin, and a maniac. Who are you? We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who? Forget it. Guardians of the Galaxy in theaters August first. Hey, hey. Hello. <laughs> you want to be joining my panic? Mm. Hey. Yo. I don't know. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. What a movie again with Avengers one of my favourite cinema experiences of all time I saw this in IMAX when it first came out really? because a friend of mine was just like do you want to go see this in IMAX and I was like sure and it was just awesome it was so much fun that's probably when IMAX started getting really big Yeah. I also did not expect like it was very I'd seen the trailers but I did not know what to expect from the film at all I remember I was this was the last well one of the last ones where I was super duper hyped Mm. because I watched this trailer so many times I watched the film when I was trained, and I was like, okay, I have no idea what to expect. I don't know anyone in this film. I don't know what this yeah. is about. But I'm sure it'll be, I hope it's okay. And it just, it's just such a different film from what we had seen before. It's so good. Like, for one thing, they easily set up an entire cosmic universe. Yeah. Like, there was, they, and they did it like that. You have the most charming cast in a film. I think, like, one of the best casting ever all around. Chris Pratt is just phenomenal in this film. Chris Pratt's good in everything. Chris Pratt is good in everything. I feel like Except he... not choosing religions. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You gotta... That yeah. <laughs> uh. Chris Pratt though is just so excellent in this film. And very... He's charming, he's funny, he can be heartfelt. Yeah. But, and also, he dances like nobody dances before. Dance off, bro. Zoe Saldana is now green instead of blue. Like, and she's again... Very fucking good as Gamora. You, the fact that they were able to pull off Rocket and Groot as, as believable oh characters God. are excellent. Groot, Especially Groot. Groot's one of my favorite characters in the MCU. Yeah. Purely because he is. I much prefer this Groot than the other Groots, though. I'm They're, with you on this. Because this is like the older Groot. This is a Groot who, like. Yeah. He's just older. He's more wise. We'll, we'll get him back. We'll, we'll get go. him back at some stage, but I'm. I hope we do. Yeah. But I think this is the best group has ever been. Like I think that was like his peak. Yeah. He Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. man, that's the one this is his best performance. Yeah, I, I <laughs> it's think it's yet. the sec- second best performance. What? Iron Giant. Actually, yeah. you know what, I think they're actually I I'd they're say they're very, they're, they're, they're very level. similar. Yeah. But I think Vin Diesel works well when he doesn't have to do much. He just has to say the one line. Yeah, and like you forget, you're watching Bradley Cooper as a raccoon. You're watching Bradley Cooper as a raccoon, and he's fucking hilarious. uh, Side note, side note, side note, but I would love a Guardian, the next Guardians, to be directed by Cooper. That'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting choice, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to work. I don't, I actually wouldn't wouldn't know what to do with it, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. I also have to give major props to the magnificence that is Dave Bautista. I'm a huge wrestling fan mm. and to see my boy Batista coming from nowhere with like a performance like this I was blown away Batista was never good on Mike and WWE to see him like delivering these comic chops and emotional he's like he's the funniest character in the film in my opinion he is so, like just out of nowhere he gives the best like the character he plays like Drax is just fucking hilarious yeah and yet so, although what's even better I think is that I actually give a shit about them. like oh, you really do I give I, I care like that's the best thing about this film they are able to seamlessly introduce five different characters and make you care about each and every one of them yeah and they're all just like they bounce off each other mm. and they're all sort of scummy as well they're and... all a bunch of scumbags and yet you love them yeah and I, here's a hot take mm-hmm. the bad guy in this is actually pretty good Ronan the accused is actually a fairly fun bad guy. I, I really I like him. I think it's purely because like he is the exact kind of bad guy you want for this kind of film. Yeah, you don't need someone too powerful. Like you will say, you don't need a bad guy who has a big complex motivation. Like you don't need emotion. You get that in the second film. But this yeah. is the kind of film where I'm like, yeah. I like this kind of bad guy, and this kind of bad guy works for this kind of film. Yeah, I didn't like Karen Gillan in this movie. I think Karen Gillan gets better in the role as she yeah. works with it, and I was, but I was also very happy she got cast in this film because yeah. I love Karen Gillan to bits. This was one of. <laughs> is a bad joke <laughs> is one of the uh, movies Glenn Close missed out on an Oscar for don't be mean <laughs> <laughs> I know it's too soon Glenn Close is in this film Glenn Close was fine in this film Just John C. Wright Reilly. hilarious in this yeah. film he is the the Nova Corps guy he's dead now yeah the one thing that I don't like about this not don't like that disappointed me about this movie is uh Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, but Del Toro is he's like. He's fine in it, but he, there was a lot of potential for him to be great. He's just weird in this film. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro is a weird actor in general. But, like, he's just playing meh in this film. my remember when he was Roger Rabbit in Stop. Star Wars. Stop, yeah. yeah we have, we'll, have, we'll save our Star Wars talk for another <laughs> day. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm excited for that. But overall, though, I think this is one of the best MCU films yes. ever. And the fact that it did so well, I'm so happy with. Yeah. I think it's visually stunning. Like it's so beautiful to watch. It's so bright and colorful, and like mm, soundtrack. So the soundtrack. We haven't even talked about how good the soundtrack is. So is. Good. How well it's integrated into the film too. Yeah, that's all down to James Gunn. Like James Gunn is the reason this movie works. James Gunn, we are not worthy. We yeah. are just not worthy at all. It's gonna be. I don't know if I want another Guardians if he's not gonna be there. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Like I really wish he could be the one to finish the trilogy yeah. because it is him. Although what I'm hearing is that they are going to use his script for Guardians 3 if they decide to need shoot it. Direction. That's it. His direction really does make it. Even like um, people want Takeo A.V. to direct it and I don't think that no. would work. Like personally, I would either have James Gunn or even Bradley Cooper would be I think it would be a fine choice for yeah. it if he wanted to do it though. don't think he would. Because I don't think he would at all. No. I think now he's like, I want an Oscar. I want a yeah. fucking Oscar. Well. But overall, I would give this film a four out of five. I would give it a four and a half. And um, we're halfway there. Mm. Like this is, this is actually getting ridiculous now. Because now we're gonna come down to the films that are like, all oh, really good. They're all really oh, good. Oh, oh, well, oh. we have after, one or two. Yeah. Now, but all for the next while, all these films, they just kept keep getting better and better and better. Like, well, except that, this one, and maybe the one after. Do you want to introduce it? Yeah, we're on to Avengers: Age of Ultron. Avengers, I'm gonna show you the end of the world. first ultron's calling us out what are you gonna do something dramatic i hope let's go get in the fight a new age begins
1: when the dust settles the only thing living in this world will be me
0: avengers age of ultron i was a big i think this film is good I was a big defender. I was I was incredibly hyped for this film. Yeah, and I remember walking out of it loving it, and then I've rewatched it a couple of times, and I really don't like it. I think it's it's okay. I think this. So, 2015 was, in my opinion, a crappier for movies. Disagree. Like in regards to big high budget film. What else? Yeah, oh, Batman uh, versus Superman. You that was the year after, but you have. Uh, 2016. Uh-huh. You almost had Batman vs Superman. You had Avengers. You had Ant Man. You had uh, Jurassic World. and yeah, what Mad I Max. Mean, uh, Mad Max again. Mad Max is amazing. Yeah. But the thing is, you ha- we had a curse of films that were not good but not bad. They were all just kind of middling. And this is like the this Prime is the peak up. of pure middling cinema. Yeah. Because there's good things and there are bad things. <laughs> then there's Thor in a cave. There is Thor. Oh fuck off, Thor, in a cave. I think I do sympathise, though, a lot with Joss Whedon, because I feel like this is the film that broke him. Yeah, he got kind of dicked on this. Mm. Um, I feel like what works on this is the opening. After that, not much works. The opening and the farm scene, I think, very much works in this film. You're a farm scene fan? I like the farm scene. I think it works in context. I think it's very much, it does grind the movie to a halt, but I like the moments in it. Like, Uh, I'm watching an Avengers movie. I don't want half an hour of uh, Hawkeye's family. See, I'm very glad the Hawkeye got the recognition he deserved in this film. I okay, also Hawkeye's really mm, very very good in yeah. this film and is probably one of my favorite characters in it. Yeah. I really 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 fucking hate some of the characters in this film though. Well, let's go through the characters that you don't like and see. You tell me the character and we'll we'll see if we differ on them. I fucking hate Thor in this film.
1: Yeah, Thor sucks. Too. Thor sucks in this film. Thor sucks
0: in this. Thor is quite bad in this film. Uh, he has that bit where he's like, uh, is that all you got? <laughs> and then they go, when they like, go, Arnie. is that the best you can do? Yeah. Um. really don't like Ultron. I don't like um James Spader in general. I, I actually do like James Spader. in the office for me. But I think for Ultron, what I was expecting was I was expecting what they saw in the first trailer, which was just like the no-string evil fucking Pinocchio. Yeah, I did not expect him to be an extension of Tony Stark. Yeah, which I understand in context why they di- they did it, and I understand the decision. I don't think it was very a very good one. He's because not menacing. He's, he's just, not menacing. He's funny. He's a walking quip. He's a what Like that's also one of the worst things about this film: the quips. The quips. Yeah. Is non-stop quipping, which most of them are pretty good and most of them are funny, but like. It does suck out any kind of tension or drama from this film though. Yeah, and um, what's your thought on Quicksilver? I actually really like Quicksilver. You didn't see that coming. Oh, well, what is the accents in this movie? Yeah, oh, the, there's, like, the accents from Sokovia, Sokovia, which does not exist. But I actually, the thing with Quicksilver, I quite like Quicksilver. I think Quicksilver is actually a, could have been a very good character to expand on and I really would have liked to see more of him. Yeah. And probably. Aaron Taylor-Johnson, I feel, is a good actor and does the best he can with it. But the decision to kill him off I knew that we were going to kill someone in this film Yeah, but like, <laughs> I, like I don't know maybe it was going to be it's Hawkeye it's Hawkeye oh, oh, oh it's, it's not Hawkeye oh. oh yeah and then we've Scarlet Witch in this yeah. film but on, the, on Aaron Taylor Johnson I just want to give a shout out to him in Nocturnal Animals I watched it this week him and Nocturnal Animals one of the best performances he's ever given in his career yeah. probably should he should have gotten nominated for the Oscar that kid's going places he is going places Outlaw King 2 go Aaron Taylor Johnson oh okay. he is so good it's like, uh, Scarlet Witch Lizzie Olsen's a great actress oh my god she's she shitting this film she's shitting all of them <laughs> uh, okay. Civil War I can make a case for Infinity War but oh for this one though she bad she, she, she bad she's very really bad Yeah. Um, uh, What's the other guy? Vision? Vision? Now, Vision is both a really good character and also one of the most infuriating characters in the MCU, in my opinion. Because he's really strong in this movie and this movie alone. In this movie, he is unbreakable. Yeah. He is full-on, like, there is no vulnerability to him. He is just... Ugh. He is purely, like, there's no flaws in him at all. Okay, right. We're kind of shitting on this movie. What do we like? Uh... The core Avengers cast is good. The Hulkbuster fight. Hulkbuster fight, great. And um, the party scene. I would I would take a whole movie with the party scene. Yeah. I really love the party scene. I, I love uh, Andy Circus go lights, lights, disco lights. <laughs> <laughs> I think Andy Circus just appears in this film. He's yeah. fun. What else do we have? Um I I like the shot of <laughs> calf chopping the wood. Yeah, like I like that that scene with him and Robert Downey Jr. I really like. Like, it's, I li- it's really good setting up for Civil War. Yeah, I think that that's that's the kind of setting up I really like. But I will come to basically my major problem. With this film is the shoehorning in of outside connections. This film very much feels like they are setting up the wider universe. It feels yeah. to me this is the Justice League of the MCU. Even though it's not bad, mm-hmm. it is not as bad as Justice League. It's very much like, we're trying to build this other fucking thing, and here's this thing, and there's this thing, and oh, Finley Stones, oh, Thor Ragnarok. I feel like you can't just let them away with it because they're Marvel. Exactly. It's like, you have, like, I can't let it go that this film just blatantly tries to set up the rest of the universe. Yeah. And, yeah, there's not much else I can say about Ultron. It is just middling. Yeah. It's the most middling MCU film I've ever seen. Um, I'm going to give it a two and a half. I just gave it a two. I do, fair enough. It is bleh. Um, And then, what are we on to next? We move on to Ant Man!
1: Ants!
0: Ants! Ant Man! Ant Man (laughs) is very much also a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's 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 a movie that I feel works with rewatches. It's a very rewatchable film and rises on the strength of Paul Rudd alone. Paul oh, Rudd's great in this. Paul thing. Rudd is excellent in this and very well. Just I like no. I'm not in for Amon. Ammon's good. I um kinda like teetering. I think really? it's I think it's fun. I don't think it's great. What? I well, I think uh, Michael Fana is really good in it. Michael is good in everything yeah. he's in? Um, the 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 kid, she's really good. The kid is really ador- is the most adorable yeah. thing I've ever I seen. I actually no, I'm on, I feel like I was great. Performance from Rod, Bobby Carnival. Corey Stoll is fine as Yellow Jacket. Yeah. Well, do you know I fucking hate who? Michael Douglas. Do you actually hate Michael Douglas I hate in Michael, film? I hate, I hate Michael Douglas in general. Really? Hey, Michael Douglas is the most overrated actor ever. I think Michael Duggs is a good actor. I really love Behind the Candelabra. And yeah, in this film, he. Scott! Scott, I've been watching you for a while now. And 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 I love that in the yeah. first. It did give us the best ad for a movie ever with yeah. that, like. Hands, Ants, Amen. Amen. But I think the thing of, single flaw of this film is the fact that it, it just. It seems very rushed. The biggest flaw in this is that we missed out on an Edgar Wright movie that just leapt through our hands like it was literally they were in production they were yeah. making the film and then he dropped out because he was um. like they're cutting me they're creative differences which in fairness I don't think Edgar well I think Edgar Wright was a great fit for an Ant-Man film yeah. not the MCU yeah because he is a very much his own style or he probably wouldn't have got Baby Driver for another 10 years that's it and so I'm very glad we yeah. did get Baby Driver Beauty um, Greer can go into Ben. Judy Greer is shit on so many films and I miss Judy Greer being good and stuff. Or miss being allowed to be good. What was the last thing she was really great in? Uh, I really liked her in Halloween. Oh, no, I hated her. <laughs> I hated her in Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. I also love her in Archer. Like, Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Judy Greer, go, go do something dramatic. Actually, he's meant to be good in Kidding. I haven't seen say. that yet. But I think at the end of the day with that man... It's fun. It's funny. There are very funny lines. Paul Rudd is hilarious in the, this. The accent scenes are really good. Um, the Thomas Tank Engine bit where the, fine, the closing act. I think is quite good. I yeah. really like that. The whole heist aspect of this film really fits it, yeah. and I really enjoy that. Ev- Evangeline Lily too. Evangeline Lilly again, kind a little bit wasted, but overall very good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, for me, this just—it's not middling. It is not like it's not giving me Ultron kind of whiplash. I mm-hmm. think it's very much like it's a small film you don't really like it's very much a smaller kind of film it's not the kind of thing that you're going where like I want to see a big epic thing it's just it's a heist movie yeah that's all you need um I'm gonna give it a 3 I'm gonna give it a 3 as well it is a perfectly fine film and next
1: next next we
0: come to what the the start of my favourite phase of MCU films and also one of the biggest films in the MCU Civil War United Civil War, but it is very much another episode of a TV show. Okay, can I tell you something? I'm just gonna spoil it right now. Civil mm-hmm. War is my one. Civil Civil War is my number Fuck one. Fuck off! Yeah. Civil War is nowhere is top ten for me, not top five. Civil War is number one. I love Civil War. I love Civil War. All the freaking time. It is the best movie in the MCU. Why? Um, okay, so the Characters, actual personalities, the tension between each side, especially Iron Man and uh, Cap, is I think it's Chris Evans' best performance. I think it's Robert Downey Jr.'s best performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Black Panther is unbelievable in this. It has Tom Holland, the best introduction for a superhero ever. You have the accent in the plane sequence is the best 20 minutes of MCU in general. It's funny. You have the emotion in the Peggy... Peggy fifteen no and uh, Peggy funeral. You have a really good and underrated bad guy in um. What's that actor? Daniel Rowe. Daniel Ro Yeah, is terrific. You have um an actual really good conundrum of what would you do in this situation? The because the scene where the woman comes to Tony Stark like yeah my son died because of you, like that's powerful stuff. Hmm. I feel like, it's. And oh, the closing battle, the, the triple fight between Bucky, uh, Iron Man, and Cap, and he's like, uh, he's my friend. So was that. Oh, oh, I love this movie. Everything about it, this is my movie. Okay, what? No, they're going to shit on it. I it. will agree with pretty much everything you say. I'd also like to point out that Afri Woodard playing that woman is also in Luke Cage as a completely different character. Huh? Yeah. But I will agree with pretty much everything you say, I actually prefer Black Panther in this film than I do in his own solo film. Really? Surprisingly, yeah. Um, but the main thing for me that stops me from really loving this film is two things. One, doesn't, like, even though the action is great, it feels very muted. It feels very much like like from a visual perspective. Really? If you look at the color of these film, this film especially, there's no color. Everything, it's kind that's of what gray. I like about it. I, I that's for me that doesn't like. I like this, the change of style. I feel mm-hmm. like the lack of grace, sort of, because I feel like this is probably the most brutal of the MCU. I think as well the timing when it came out came when I saw it because it came out after Batman vs Superman, which was Batman vs Cheered me up. Yeah, that, I mean it cheered me up too. But it's also like this, this year I'm just like I'm not in the mood for more Civil War shit. I've had Batman vs Superman, I've had Daredevil vs Punisher, and now I have this. Mm-hmm. But so that kind of did it for me. Also for me, and this is maybe a big, a big, a big sin for a lot of Marvel films, but I think this one especially, it again feels just like another episode, and I think it does kind of fail on rewatch. Really? For oh, me personally, I feel God. like, but while it very much worked when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Rewatching it again, it's like this is just another episode of a TV show. A lot of people are like this with this is a movie that a lot of people don't like and I don't get it. I, I don't, don't I don't get that. I also don't get why I'm so high on it compared to the others. I know I'm on like I'm in the minority, but this is like I think this is far and away the best MCU movie. I think it's a very, very well done film. As a movie in general, I think it's excellent. As an MCU film, it's very good. But but that aspect of it just being another Another one. What movie have you seen Cap done better, honestly? Winter Soldier. Do you think? Yeah. Eh, disagree. great. Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man Three. Better than this. No, I wouldn't say better. Though really? I think definitely good. Even Ant Man in this movie. Ant Man in this movie is no, better than you're his own Captain f- America. So Ant Man in this, this film, film is actually better than his own solo film. I feel. Yeah. um Sp- I I completely agree with you. With the Spider Man stuff. Oh my God, do I love Spider Man this mm-hmm. film? And again. Me personally, I much prefer Black Panther in this film than his own solo film because it just feels like a fucking badass who will not stop at anything. I like, think this movie a masterpiece. I, I, can, I can see what you feel at me. Russo's knocked out the apart. Mm. Again, like, everything, about, everything I, I agree with you on this, but it is purely just for me, for me it is just another MCU film. That's completely okay. And that's completely okay that means we're definitely going to have an argument about one of yours because I thought this was one of your fives <laughs> so now I'm actually it's gonna, actually not my of my. I either. know now I'm kind of scared that I'm going to insult something you really like okay now we'll move on to the next film which is Doctor Strange
1: Doctor Strange are you ready to fight the battles the Avengers can't what's happening
0: this is just the beginning on November 4th make your
1: choice become the hero you're destined to be the future. we will die protecting this world. I have to go now.
0: And I can't come back.
1: There's other ways to save
0: lives. Doctor Strange, written PG 13, get tickets now. this isn't one of them. Doctor Strange is actually one of my lower films. Oh, me too. I really don't like, Doctor Strange. <laughs> I don't like Doctor Strange either. I think uh, it's really boring. Doctor Strange <coughs> is just Iron Man 2.0. Yeah. And that's not good. No, it's not good. If you thought Iron Man 2 was a bit similar to Iron Man One. What mm. do you see Doctor Strange? The single worst part of the Doctor Strange is that it does not take full advantage of the premise. Yeah. And while people are like, oh, but it had those trippy moments, it had that scene where he gets pulled through like the multiverse. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And I, I love the kind of trippiness. That's three, minutes of, a that's three movie. minutes of a two hour movie. The whole magic element, like, again, is good and I do like the magic scenes, but it's just Everyone's like, but the walls, the buildings are going sideways. I'm like, yeah, yeah Inception did it better. Yeah, Inception did it better. Like, everything about this film screams that like it's just half-assed. Yeah, Benedict um, Cumberbatch isn't great. Benedict Cumberbatch again is an, another actor who improves with the role and is better in Infinity War than he is in this film. Yeah. <laughs> and Ragnarok as well. What? Like Rachel McAdams is in this. Rachel McAdams is, is actually one of the better. I think is one of the better love interests in the MCU, but she's still wasted. Yeah, I wouldn't even I I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I just she's not yeah. memorable at all. Tilda Swinton is actually pretty great in this film, like she just, yeah. just plays Tilda Swinton. Matt Mikkelsen is the most eh bad guy in the MCU. He's actually better than I like, like, people think people awesome. give him credit for, but like overall, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um and again the visuals just don't hold up. They don't well, they, they hold up in the effects wise, but again they're not taking full advantage of, of. The one thing I will say is excellent about this film is the climax. It is one of the best, like villain climaxes I've ever seen yeah. in a film, and it's very—it's a very different one than I'm just going to punch, punch, punch until we do it. It is good, but I feel like it's kind of then you're after the high of that. It's like, oh, uh, Chitowela, she was she 4 yeah, thank you. <laughs> that, would, that would have been a car crash. Um, yeah, um, but I feel like his twist. And you're like, oh. I actually think he was one of the better characters in the film. And gave him one of the better performances, but then and then his kind of like fall to being a villain I really like, but then that ending credit scene was just kind of crap. Fun fact, mm-hmm. um, I oh, I can't remember fully if I I was either completely zoned out, but I think I might have fell asleep for like a minute of this. Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I will praise that like closing scene where Dormammu I've come to bargain because. It's a very different thing than like any kind of climax I've seen. It's him outsmarting the villain as opposed to actually like beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And it also does show a bit of a strange character in that he will do what is necessary to save the world. Mm-hmm. Even if it means him being like tortured for millennia. And I also do kind of like at the end that he hasn't exactly gotten over his injury. No there is a hasn't. couple. There is like those shots that imply his hands are still shaking and everything which I really do enjoy. I really think that's a very like a very subtle way of selling, is saying that this will always stay with him. No, he's rich, right? Yeah, he's not just got robot arms. Oh, for fuck's sake! Like you just fucked this movie more for me, but man. like he's he's super rich. Like he's richer than Iron Man, apparently. Mm. Or well, he's near. No, anyway. he's near enough. But, like um, the amount of money he's, he's spent just by robot I think arms. I think he's so egotistical he doesn't want to remove his hands. Like I think that that's the argument that we've been making. circus had pretty good rubber a robot my hands yeah but you, what I mean is like I feel like he he would have like the phantom pain aspect, I think of all of it if he had lost his hands and so he's doing so much to repair them because he wants to back to the former glory getting robot arms I think would have just like killed him nah robot arms okay <laughs> but overall I think it's just it's not great yeah it's very it's a very boring film go and see it if you want but, like, you're not missing much. Yeah. It's a funny end credit scene when Thor shows up and Thor's also, like, gotten a new personality somehow. Yeah, but it's in... It's in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, it's, the it's the in scene Ragnarok. Ragnarok. And then, yeah, that other end credit scene with the Edge War, It's just fine. Either way, Doctor Strange, do I give it two out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly it's fine. Agreed. Stanley cameo is okay now as well. He's yeah. on the bus. I don't remember that. He's on a bus reading quantum physics. Uh, yeah, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. The one thing he's heard to notice, though, Stanley cameos aren't great. The Stanley Cameos get worse than they on. Yeah, we talk about the Age of Ultron one, which I actually quite like because he says Excelsior. Uh, like, yeah, and he's yeah that one's And good. he's drunk as fuck. Yeah, that which is good. funny. But overall, like they're they get worse and worse. Oh, the Civil War one, bad delivery for Mr. Stank and Don That was like, I actually quite like. That one. doesn't like, what, Mr. Stank? i like, okay. Yes, Tony Stank. Drop, drop mm. cheeto, cheeto, <laughs> cheeto. But um, anyway, let's move off of this thing. I move into one of my personal favorites of the MCU. Really, Guardians Galaxy Volume Two. Okay. So here we are: a thief, one thug, an angry little tree, an evil stepsister, a pirate, an assassin, and most importantly, me. You are insufferable. The Guardians must be destroyed. Son of a.
1: Yes. That's a really bad sign. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, rated PG 13. Tickets still available. God, this is it. They were gonna
0: fight on this one. So, Guys 2 is. I'm actually gonna spoil it for you. Guys 2 is my number 2. What? Mm hmm. What? I am in love with this film. Okay, I'm gonna annoy you more. It's my 12 oh (laughs) okay i'm gonna give you my thoughts first and you can give me yours okay so guardians 2 in my opinion improves drastically on the first film adds depth to pretty much every single character the visuals are so much more grander in this film it has in my opinion probably one of the first really fucking good villains in the mcu after loki with ego played by played by Just excellently by Kurt Russell. Like, and I think the it's got some more experimental cinematography that I've seen in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Like some of the shots in Ego's planet in his ship, and it's just really well done. The action is really fucking good. Uh, which, like the opening, the opening scene, I really love where it's just Baby Groot dancing. For me, is really fucking fun because it just tells us, yeah, this is not what that film. This film is not. Do not take this film too seriously. It is still fun. Again, Baby Groot is adorable. Not as good as the original group, but I still really love it. And um, the climax where it's Chris Pratt versus uh, Kurt Russell, I really think is quite an emotional climax. It also uses one of my favourite songs of all time, Flea Mac the Chain, and I nearly cried at that moment where it's just him and his mom sitting down. That that shot nearly did it for me. Like I, don't I remember. There is I a shot where was. there is there is a shot in the film. It's like Blink and you miss it where. Kurt Russell is just like standing over and about to kill him, and then the chain starts playing, and I nearly start crying. Ah, uh, yeah, And yeah, And again, yeah. it also has a really, really, really emotional climax with The Funeral of Yandu. That's also a big fucking tearjerker. End of the day, I think Guardians 2 is an excellent film that improves on everything the first film gave. I think it does have flaws, uh, but overall I think it's very, very fucking good. I, feel, uh, mm. I think it's a uh, little... <laughs> disagree with that okay i think me. i think it's a little bit too goofy um okay. in a bad way like i feel like the bit okay bits that don't work the bit with the bad guys going up and down in the air that's a bit too eh? okay. um the wacky faces going through the thing this okay. is wacky uh taser face wow ah, let's drive that joke into the ground mm. I'm like eh, no not feeling that um there's another one um, I thought the Yondu death scene went on the funeral scene I felt like it was the emotional beats when that was too shoehorned I I didn't find that sad really? I I didn't care about him enough I think this film gave us more a great reason to give a shit about Yondu it was good Mm. but I preferred him in the first one I feel like uh, they spend way too long on the ego planet it's Way the whole different. film is set on, nearly set on the ego planet, yeah. which I don't mind, actually. I, d- I didn't feel like it looked nicer, but there wasn't enough on it to make me go, yeah, this is worth spending so much time on on the planet. Um, Karen Gillan's thrown in there again. I think she's much better in this film, though. She's better, she's but very, very she's good. just thrown into it. I also do love the, the relationship between her and Gamora and their little fight together. I really, really like that. Yeah, the Gamora and Star-Lord relationship I feel like dips majorly from the first one. Um, I do like that they just still don't end up together again. Yeah. And while it is clear that they probably will, I really do enjoy that. Like, they're like, yeah. I do like this movie, don't get me wrong, mm. but I feel like this is my. I see this as another. Oh, it's just another Marvel movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, like- I feel like I just don't think it's as good as the first one. Now. First time I watched it, really didn't like it, mm. like at all. But when I rewatched it, I, it's grown on me a little bit. But I'm just, I'm not there with it. I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't come close to the first one in achieving the the greatness that that got. Okay, but that's just my opinion. There's so much for me about this film that just works so well, and I'm happy that it's like it's you re- this it experience. is really, really like such. Uh, it like it gave me. It really was such an emotional experience for me watching it as well. Oh, nice. Like it was a really lovely time in the theater and I got in the cinema, and I I'm really really happy I saw it. Like oh. I really really lo- I really really love Guardians too, <clears throat> and I, I re- the w- the major thing I really appreciate is that James Gunn didn't do the exact same thing. Okay, it is very different from the first film, mainly because it's not it's a it is set on one planet for most of it. Yeah, you have you have. Star-Lord spending most of the time with the villain in the film the villain in the film is kind of a twist villain but also like you understand his motivation you understand the relationship between him and Star-Lord is very well developed I feel a man. Star-Lord has superpowers Uh, I don't mind that because it's taken away from him by the end of the film (sighs) And I also do, and again, I like the idea that Star-Lord is like this kind of demigod kind of kid. Kurt Russell is really good in this film. Kurt Russell is fantastic in this film. He's good in everything. Kurt Russell is good in everything. Kurt Russell is just a fucking awesome actor. So right? Is Look. this a 5 out of 5 for you? This is a 5 out of 5 for me. This is one of my favorite MCU films ever. This is a three and a half for me. But that's okay. We're just going to move on. We're going to go to Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs>
1: You're young. You don't understand how the world works. Stay close to the ground. I know you sneak out every night. What is going on with you? You've been treating me like a kid all the
0: time. You are a kid. What if you've died tonight? What
1: are you hiding, Peter?
0: I just got to do this on my own.
1: Yeah,
0: Spider-Man! Spider-Man Homecoming. Spot something like that happening, you run the other way. Yeah, of course. This was great. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. great. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's just, it's exactly what you want. It's fucking Spider-Man. Yeah, the first I really, I didn't like. this, this was the first time I watched. It. Really? Yeah, I thought it was too uh, childish. But upon uh watches I come to realise that I was being a complete idiot. I think it's very. It's one of the most enjoyable films in the MCU you could watch, and it's very easy for anyone to dip into it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's not. It's like nowhere near the highs of certain films. Like it's not top ten. I think. Really? I'd put it, if any, there, i put it like 11. Uh, it's, it's in my top 10. Okay. I think it's really fun. I think uh, Tom Holland's terrific in a row. Tom Holland is terrific and, one of, and probably the best live action Spider Man we've ever had. He was my favorite um, MCU villain. Yeah, the Vulture is probably the, my favorite MCU villain as well. Yeah, the car, like, the car scene. The, the car scene is one of the best scenes in the yeah. MCU. And, like, just that whole the twist of having him as the villain, I think, is excellent too. Yeah, as the dad. Mm. Yeah, it came from nowhere. Um, but all The other... Uh, Peter's friends, are all really good. I fucking love Ned. Was it you who was telling me that the girl who plays Liz... The girl who plays Liz is also the love interest in Black Lantern. Uh, that's yeah, that, that whole age barrier. Oh, great. that was on this. We did this Yeah, new. last time. Uh, I'm, still, I'm still surprised by that. Well... But like every like hell, I even like Zendaya like in this film like. Yeah, Zendaya's good in this. She's funny, and Uh, it's just fun. It is a fun time in the in the cinema. Tony Stark's really good in this too. Tony Stark is quite good in it. The main thing with this film that is bad with it is that it was all spoiled for us and uh, like, like the trailer spoiled the entire film for us which sucks yeah but overall it was still enjoyable yeah I think it's I think it's really funny it's really fresh Um, I think it's a movie the score by uh, Michael G Michael G- I, yeah. mm. uh, I thought that was really the good the score is very very good I love the, the fact that they used the original Spider-Man theme so I was just checking who directed this the uh, director of, of this film was John Watts who hadn't directed many films before and you know mm. what He's a pretty fucking great director. I also do love the, the John Hughes aspects of this film. I just think this movie's really good fun. This movie's just fun as fuck, and you should go and see it. Yeah, I give it a four. I give it a three and a half. Fair enough. Mm. So let's move on to oh yay Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. I love this movie.
1: My destiny is to rule all others.
0: On November third, we're running out of time. Experience the film critics call a majestic spectacle. It's a triumph. Asgard
1: is not a place, it's a people. The boldest Marvel film yet. Now, those people need your help. Shall we? After you. For Ragnarok, we PG 13. Get tickets now. This movie's awesome. Mm hmm. Fucking
0: awesome. Uh. Thor Ragnarok follows Thor as he is going through a bit of a crisis in his life. He has been going around having dreams of a thing called Ragnarok. He then comes home to Asgard to find Odin's gone and Loki has replaced oh, him. Oh no! And then we meet, we go and find Odin who's dead, like or dies in front of them, which brings out the arrival of Hela, played by who is chewing the fuck out of the scenery by Kate Blanchet, yeah. and it leads to Thor getting his hammer destroyed then stranded on a but called Sakaar which is ruled over by the one the only Jeff Goldblum wow. and he has to learn to survive with a bit of unexpected help from our dear friend the Hulk yeah I know him he's a friend from work <laughs> so this film is just hilarious I this is my happy movie this is like the, I think this is probably the most the big the this most this is the big the most straight comedy of the MCU <sighs> I think it's hilarious it's, it's so, so weird too i love how weird this movie. like it's t- like so weird and yet excellent take away Ta- is like one of my favorite directors mm. i think he is so odd he's brings something that like he's the most unique director in the world working right now besides uh edgar right definitely yeah he uses very much his own visual style his own humor yeah like everything about him is just so unique and yet, the thing with this film is that even though it's a straight comedy, there are still dramatic moments. And while I think there are many points where the film it, jokes do overshadow the dramatic points, there are points yeah. where it doesn't. So Yeah, um, and the best thing about it is, not only do they make Thor interesting, but the new characters they bring into the world are unreal. This is the best performance by Chris Hemsworth in the whole MCU. Hands down. His hands down. Like he, his, career. his career. He is yeah. hilarious in this film. It feels like the point where he they decided to just let him go crazy with the character. Yeah. Like, just because they let him put in whatever he wanted with it. He's so funny. Shaving his head was also the best decision they could have done. It looks really cool. He looks fantastic as Thor. Yeah. Like, because... Like I think I remember him even saying in an interview that he was, like, feeling fatigued with the franchise in general. And he yeah. was like, once they cut the hair off him, he felt amazing. Like, so... It works. it works it works so works well and I, I think he, he, and as well he just looks better as well yeah. like from as a physical standpoint i think he looks far better than he did in the first films yeah mm. he's he feels like he's not just superhero's body he mm. feels like this is the body for thor but uh even loki's really good in this loki's very surprisingly quite good in it because yeah. i thought after a while he would get a bit one note but in this film They kind of They kind of make fun of that fact Like Yeah They kind of realise Yeah you are one note. Try and change that Like Yeah Oh Tesla Thompson In this film. Tesla Thompson's great in this film So like, funny. Fucking Cork. Hello hi. Oh hi My name's Korg <laughs> mate We're gonna drop that chain You wanna come? We haven't even discussed uh, Mr. Mark Ruffalo as the as the Hulk who appears uh, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, the Hulk's so good. The Hulk is so good. Really wish they didn't say in the marketing that he was in it though. I oh, would have been because that would have been, been another, one of the best twists in the MCU. Yeah, um, um, but he's he is very funny. It's a very it's the fact that we get to see Hulk sp- speaking for most of this film yeah. is great. And I we'll get to the, in a like literally a teeny bit, but. Mark Ruffalo is so great in this. Why did they ruin him in Infinity War? We'll get to that. We'll get, we'll to, get to that get to later. That. But I think he's but very, very, very good in this film. Sun's and I like. Go, sun's getting low. Sun, sun's getting real. Low. I really love the. I love the character they're giving for him yeah. in this film, in that he is kind of just he's been he's been the Hulk for a while, kind of does shit on everything the original Avengers gave us. But like mm-hmm. overall, it's very very good. Um, my favorite scene, of maybe the use in this, is when. Um, Ruffalo jumps out of the plane mm. and just bounces off the plane. Yeah, that is genuinely hilarious. Like, it's yeah. so fucking funny. That's what I love about this film. Like, you get, like, all these kind of, like, hero moments that, like, you think, like, that scene where Thor is just, like, that's what heroes do. Bounce the ball and hits him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Oh, so good. Oh. I, this is a four and a half for me. This, for me, is also a four and a half. It's a very, 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 very good film. Yeah. And I recommend to anyone. Also has an excellent end credit scene. Uh, which one? It's the one where, oh, Thanos is here. Oh, Thanos oh, fuck. here. Yeah. We're fucked. And then you have the master. Uh, hey, you can have a, a rebellion without someone to rebel against. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go and see Thor Ragnarok yeah. if you have not. Um, we now move on to Black Panther. Black Panther. Must feel good. Sitting here comfortable. What do you want?
1: Your secrets.
0: Weapons.
1: I'm going to burn it all. This ends today. You need a hero.
0: Black Panther. You need a hero. Rated PG-13. The Academy Award nominated Black Panther. Academy Award winner, Black yeah. Panther. I feel like we don't need to talk about this one too long. We, not, we not talked about something. it last week. We talked about it a lot last week and I don't really want to go back into it. But Black Panther is... Black Panther. It's the story of T'Challa, the Black Panther, and his quest to find himself as he is ruling over the kingdom of Wakanda. Meanwhile, we get outsider forces like with Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger coming in to attack. We we both really like Black Panther. I like, love it. We, I, think, I if, think I'm more high on it than you are. You're more higher on than me, because yeah. as I said, I prefer Black Panther in Civil War. But overall, Black Panther's a very, very good film. Uh, and I yeah like I would put it up at the top of the MCU like yeah. definitely it's, a ver- it's very much an excellent it would, film it would be a 5 for me if it wasn't for the some of the visuals so yeah the visuals don't hold up and there yeah. are a couple story beats I don't really like but overall it's still a very solid film I love Black Panther i give it a 4 for me give it a 4.5 as well fantastic do I, do and now yeah screw what I do. before we talk about the next film I'd actually like to save it for last, if that's okay. I'm more than happy to do that. Then let's move on to Ant-Man and the Wasp. The war has begun, and one question remains. Where is Ant-Man? Hit it! On July 6th, two years under house arrest. You haven't had any contact with Hank or Hope, have you? Let's go. Hmm. Real heroes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Tina not, not actual size. Awesome. If only Cap could see you now. Ant-Man and the Wasp, get tickets now. I really
1: don't like this movie. <laughs> I don't like Ant Man the
0: Wasp either, purely uh, because it is the same as Ant Man. Uh I think like when I first know I was like, ah, oh, this is good, but now I rewatched it and I'm like, no, I don't rewatch it. I just dwelled mm-hmm. on it and I am like, oh. I rewatched it and it is just fine. I like seeing Evangeline Lily getting the chance to be the wasp and it's very she's very, very good as a wasp. But like I would have just taken a Wasp film instead. It's a really boring movie. It's a very boring film. It like the visuals in it are fine. Yeah. It very much reminds you of Doctor Strange, in that it it's it is just, just the same as Doctor it Strange. It is just kind of fine. Uh, it's just there. Mm. Why would you release this after Infinity War? I mean, they released this, they released Ant Man after Ultron. Yeah. I think they felt that like they thought they would go and get the same kind of response, and it did not. I don't know. It I like Ant Man. I don't like, and I like the Wasp. I don't like Amman man and the Wasp yeah you have really boring bad guys and uh. Yeah, ghost like ghosts Lawrence Fishburne is in this film yeah oh uh, what, what, what's that guy called um, oh Walton Goggins Walton Goggins is in this film Walton Goggins is dipped on this film yeah um, what did I like okay I need to have a positive somewhere uh, I Randall like, Park I, I, like like funny. Funny. I like Paul Rudd because Paul Rudd he never gives a bad performance in anything he's in yeah he really is and he's funny as hell and and T.I. Oh yeah, yeah, and I also really like the uh, end credits of the scene. Yeah, the in this film just because it's it sets, it sets it's set, it, it's it's exactly where I thought it would end. Yeah, so it's 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 such a boring movie. It just I, like is I can't remember that much of it, and I've I've seen it in the last year mm. as has everyone else who's seen it. But it just I'm just gonna give it a two and a half out of five. Yeah, yeah. Initially had it out a three, but I'm with you. And now the big one the culmination of the mcu not really because there's one extra part infinity war yeah
1: so this is it it's all been leading to this Ah! ready let's go actually discussed it no we haven't we haven't talked
0: about this Um, I love Infinity War I think it's great um I think how it works is beyond me considering that the Russos are juggling every ball in the park 60 characters yeah it shouldn't work it's funny it's heartbreaking it's thrilling has the best ending in MCU the best one of the best endings ever full stop um all the characters really work um yeah, I think this is, is top five for me. This is my number one. You number one? This is, f- without a doubt, the best film the MCU has ever made. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say and that. And I, re- I really, really dig the hell out of everything this film does. Thanos, for me, is one of the best characters the MCU has ever introduced, with Josh Brolin giving a fantastic performance. I love that they made Thanos the protagonist of this film, because there was no other way yeah. they could make him work. And, ha- and having all the char- other characters bounce around him. Um, it Probably, I feel like over time it might become my number one, but I just didn't want to put it at one with recency bias. See, for me, I don't give a shit about that. Like, yeah, but I do think it's a very good film. The only thing that doesn't work for me is um, I just don't like Vision. That's completely fine. Yeah. I, I like Vision in the film, and I think I like what they do with them. I like that they kill them as well, because I couldn't be airs watching more Vision. Yeah. Um, the best thing with this film is the fact that. Code them twice. They ki- well, Thanos did it yeah. Thanos was able to do what he said it to do and but while there's a funny feeling in the fact that you're horrified that this is happening to the characters you love you're also kind of satisfied because you're like well he did what he was going to do yeah no He's one sick. ever does mm. and the fact that this film ends with the villain sitting down having a beer and just <laughs> smiling. <laughs> just cracking his... Cig- like, smoking a cigarette. You're like, like that's the uh, Like this film just ends with a villain smiling at a job well done and you never see that in films. Yeah. It is excellent. Everything about this film works. I don't know how it does. The visuals are the best the MCU has ever had. Yeah. Like, without a doubt. Oh, like the moon, when he brings the moon. But, now. Just Thanos in general. The fact yeah. that they brought him to life. Thanos is like, coming. Uh, uh, um... Mm, I think just five out of five, no contest. I love this film. It probably is a five. I have it out of four and a half. That better be a five soon. Yeah, so I'm almost there. I've seen this movie like five times already. Fucking hell. Yeah, and it's spectacular, but (laughs) there's some of the jokes don't land with for me. That's okay with me, though. The the, the first half of the Wakanda battle isn't great. Mm. But besides that, oh, also, um, I love Peter Dinklage in this. Peter Dinklage's giant Your Peter Dinklage. Where is the handle? Uh, uh, But I think, yeah, excellent film. Go and see it. Okay, we're gonna rank? Let's rank. Okay, do you. I think, well, we both know our thoughts, so how about we both get our chance just read our list? Go ahead. Do you want me to go first? You go first, my friend. Okay, do you want me to. So we do 20 to 10 each, or will we go to We'll do 20 to 10 first, yeah. Okay. 20, Thor the Dark World. Okay. Um, 19, The Hulk. Mm. 18, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 17, Age of Ultron. 16, Doctor Strange. 15, Thor. 14, Ant-Man. 13, Iron Man 2. 12, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And 11, Iron Man 3. Fucking hell. There's similarities and there's also quite differences in ranking for me. Okay. But I respect your choice at the moment. Thank you. Uh, 20 for me is Thor 2. Uh nineteen is Hulk. Uh eighteen is Iron Man Two. Seventeen <laughs> is Ant Man and the Wasp. Sixteen is Doctor Strange. Ah. Fifteen is Ultron. Oh. Fourteen is Ant Man. Uh thirteen is Thor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh you're not gonna like this. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Twelve is Guardians One. What? Eleven is uh is is homecoming. Okay. And my 10 is Iron Man 3. Okay. Well, my Are ten- you very surprised with that Guardians connection? Yeah, you were talking so highly of Guardians. I was talking so highly of Guardians, but... don't think it's good as the rest of them, though. Oh, go away. That's <laughs> <laughs> my top 10. I don't think it's top 10. Wait a minute. Oh, my... Okay. Why well, do my top 10? Yeah, from like 10 till... I'll f- no, oh, do 10 nine? to 6. Okay, 10 to 6. So. Okay, 10, Captain America 1. Mm. 9, Avengers. 8, Homecoming. Seven, Winter Soldier. And six, Black Panther. Um, okay. Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so, what do, so did I do eleven? Like, what did I say for eleven? You like, You've what? said ten was Iron Man 3? Yeah, ten is yeah. Iron Man 3. Nine is Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Eight, Civil War. Okay. Seven is Iron Man. Six is uh, Captain America First Adventure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's Pretty cool. Yeah, they're similar. Oh. No, we don't. <laughs> okay, so okay, let's just. I'm just gonna power through here. Okay. So my top five: Iron Man, Infinity War, Thor, Ragnarok, Guardians One, and then Civil War. <laughs> we, no, damn. we have fucking what? So, my top five: number five, Ragnarok; number four, Black Panther; number three, Winter Soldier; number two, Guardians Two. <laughs> And number one in the war. <laughs> How could you have Guardians 2 and number... How could you have Guardians 1? So low. 12? Very... Uh, 11. 11? Mm. Not even top 10. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so bad are you? I know. I'm know. i not even saying it's bad. I'm not even saying it's bad. It's. You're it pretty... like Iron Man 3. is better than Guardians 1. Yeah. Yeah. Scott. Yeah. Scott. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah, no, I, I am. If I had to swap it, though, it would probably be... If I, like, it, it's... it's Yeah. No, I'm sticking with it. That is my choice. I hope I hope people attack you. I hope you get it. I don't give a shit, because Guardians 2 is excellent. Go on. I don't even... I don't know his opinions, but <laughs> where's <that? laughs> Okay Oh, my God. Okay. Well that's Right. I'll see you. We're going to see Captain Marvel in a few days. You hyped? <laughs> I'm fairly... I'm not as hyped as I would want to be, but I think it's gonna be good. I'm there, man. I'm there. That's fair. I'm ready. Like it was, it, the trailer's kind of underwhelmed me, but overall, I think it's gonna be a pretty solid film. I can't wait for it to enter in my list at number ten. E. Now we're gonna move on to our favorite segment of always box office bonanza. So the numbers for Head to Dream Dragon I was just give our I, I have Predictions yeah, I found it We predicted I predicted that it would make 29 million opening You predicted it would make 41 million opening What did it make? 55 Fucking hell Yeah That's one point to Liam Ooh. Which hey I'm very happy it made that much money In Furnace So am I um, And then we move on to Medea Now Medea This is actually the last film With Medea in it This is the last Medea film Is it? He's retiring the character After this yeah but like, it's weird how this character's never even touched Ireland. Oh no, I didn't yeah. even hear about it. Why? It why, would, why would? Why would Madea touch Ireland though? Why would you want that? Yeah, basically, it's uh, American Mrs. Brown, but yeah. ten times more popular and ten times worse. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't like Mrs. Brown, so. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like Mrs. Brown either. But I mean, I haven't seen Madea. But you predicted that that would make twenty-five million. I predict that will make ten. It made twenty-seven. Bollocks. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. And then we come to Greta. Okay, Greater, I predicted that will make eight million. You predict that will make five million. You're having a bad week, Scott. What to make? Four point four. Fuck off! Okay, so that's one. That's hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. Now, technically, oh no, wait. Okay, right. So, if we're doing fissile roundings here, okay, it made four point four eight. Okay, so technically, if you're if you're rounding it up, it rounds to five. 5 You predicted 5 Which rounds to 5 Does that round to 5 Or am I being stupid 4.48 Yeah No that ran, That rounds to 4 I'm trying to be technical <laughs> I'm to round it to the 100 So I can round yeah. it to the 1000 Okay so you've won this week So that's 2-1 Now What do you mean In regards In to Box office moving Yeah 2-1 I mean, we sweep this week too. Or is it No it's actually, Is it 2-1 no? We've done 3 weeks of it Yeah no it's 2-1 Yeah, yeah no it is 2-1 Yeah it's 2-1 um, so next week Oh we need We need to predict uh, Next week's movies That's what it was Yeah Let's predict Captain Marvel Yeah Is there anything else opening? I actually don't know uh, Like Because we missed fun with your family Like We are fun with my family Which became oh, oh we didn't say who won that one Well That actually Did we predict that one? Yeah we did We did We predicted that ages ago It, 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 it became the number one film in the UK
1: Yeah
0: It did really well Which I was shocked at but mm. I predicted. Do I have that here? Okay, yeah, I have that here. Okay. We both wildly predicted wrong. I think. Did we? I predicted eleven million. You predicted nine million. And I think it did far, 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 far. I far. don't think it did. It's the number one film in the UK. In man. the UK, but in America. As it it grew. opened with seven million in America. No, it opened with eight million in America. Sorry. So I still lost. What do you get? Uh, I predicted eleven. You predicted nine. Ah, <laughs> so we still ah. lost. Never no, mind. No, yeah. Mind. Um. Yeah, but it's doing really well in the UK, mm. So, and I'm going to see it on Thursday along with Captain Marvel. Fair. Which is out this week. Captain Marvel is out this week. Is there anything else out this week? We are about to find out. Um, you'd be daft to assume that something would have the balls open alongside it. No, I mean, just Captain Marvel. F- just Captain Marvel. Yeah. Right. Let's see. What are you predicting? <laughs> I, haven't for? Even think, I haven't thought about this. Okay, I'm not going to look anything up. <coughs> I'm dying. I am predicting the Captain Marvel opening mm-hmm. is gonna make. I think it's probably gonna make a hundred million. You want exactly hundred? Uh, maybe maybe ninety. You want? Well, here's the thing. Well, Actually, what's your exact figure? You're gonna go for? I don't know. That's the thing because wh- how big was the opening for Black Panther? That's what I'm thinking. Black Panther was huge. Black Panther was massive. Like, Panther. Because. Opening weekend Black Panther I think its opening f- weekend I think that the film Is going to make I think Actually yeah 202 million Fuck yeah. I think that Captain Marvel Is going to make 140 million opening That's what I'm predicting What are you going to predict I was thinking that too But I don't want to go the Same as you Do I think i will make more Or less than that Black Panther Made 202 I need an answer, Liam. Uh, 165 million, screw up. 165 million. Fantastic. Because I do have it in my top ten for the year, so i got to go big with it. That's fair. Yeah. And there we go. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to quickly, quickly, quickly go on to 50 quickly. Cent. 50 Cent Challenge! Go, 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 go. It's we going party like we going like What did you watch this week? Scott? This week I watched the cinematic greatness of the 2000s. Triple X. Mm. Have you? You've never seen any of the Triple X movies, have no, you? No, I have mm. not seen the Return the Shadow or the Arrival of Xander Cage. Well, there's three in the franchise. There is Triple X with Vin Diesel. There's Triple X Two, which has Ice Cube instead of Vin Diesel. Yeah, He's not in the second one. No, but he's not in the second one. That's why the third one's called The Return of Xander Cage. Oh, my God. Yeah, because he wasn't in the second one. Oh, my God. But XXX is the story of Xander Cage, who is an extreme sports uh, stuntman and political activist. Oh, nice. Yeah, who is wanted by... Who is, like, a massively well-known extreme sports person, but is wanted by the FBI due to um, committing various acts of political activism. Like... And so the NSA think, we should recruit him for our program because there's someone going to try and end the world because the main antagonist wants to have complete lawlessness in the world and just have a world full of crime. He basically wants to purge, which I mean, fair enough. Um, this film is just, it's not even bad. It's just kind of hilarious. It doesn't take itself too seriously at all. The pace of it is fairly big. Like, it doesn't really stop. Yeah. And the action is very 2000s. That's the best thing I can say about this film. This film is very much a 2000s film. Everything about it screams that we're, we're 2000 or 2002. Samuel L. Jackson, fully enough, looks exactly the same as he does in Captain Marvel. He has the same wig. Oh, really? He actually has the yeah. exact same wig. And he wears glasses. They de-aged him for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> they really yeah. de-aged him back in the two. I think they probably, probably think he's going to look the same as he did in the 2000s. Yeah. Um, Tony Hawk is in this film. Tony Hawk is a cameo in this film and I really love his cameo in this oh film. My God. Um, Danny Trejo is in this film as Machete. Oh? Well, his character is called El Jefe but he, uh, he has a Machete so he is El Jefe with a uh, Machete. Come on! Come I don't on. care how that sounds. Come on. And overall, this film is just very, very like it's literally it doesn't take it so serious. It's still enjoyable yeah. but it's also incredibly stupid. Vin Diesel it gives like one of his most wooden performances I've ever seen because he's trying to be really cool and kind of threatening and awesome yeah. it feels like he's trying to be Riddick before Riddick came out I don't, yeah. I don't like Riddick <laughs> I like the first I like Pitch Black I don't like yeah. the other ones but overall this film is purely just fluff it's, it's a piece of fluff what would you buy it for 50 I one. probably would buy it for 50 cents really cent. it's like not on the same level of enjoyment as like I, th- I think with Crank Sex and the City too. Oh, yeah we don't talk about that film we don't talk about Sex and the City 2 uh, but I think it's like kind of like similar levels of enjoyment to Crank in that it's like so bad it's good Nice. like Crank though was like my t- tier but this yeah I probably would buy it for 50 cents really yeah well my movie which you gave me was <laughs> Ghosts of Girlfriends Past Ghosts of Girlfriends Past was I don't have the oh no I do have the director's name on me. Uh, Mark Waters who directed Mean Girls and Freaky Friday okay has returned with so this while attending his brother's wedding a serial womanizer is haunted by the ghosts of his past girlfriends this is the most (laughs) sexist misogynistic movie I think I've ever seen and I hated it yes I know could you believe imagine if I went I loved it there Okay, so you have, um, I almost said Matt LeBlanc. Uh, Matt, Maddie McConaughey is playing a creepy photographer who takes pictures of women. Um, photo shoots, so it's not like in parks. <laughs> I clear that up. But basically, it's like, um, I don't care about your personality. I just want to see you with your clothes off what's the big deal with mm. that so he's a guy who, it doesn't hold up at all oh no I don't this, know if it this, ever did this come out in like 2008 2009 he breaks up Thought with three day. women at once in a conference call and goes whatever just happened to casual sex and I was like no was well yeah and for some reason he's viewed as some sort of weird sex god I was like wow you're the best at photos his photos are shite too <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how he got so famous um, so basically, he goes to his brother's uh, wedding, played by the uh, the guy from Garfield. What's that guy's called? Name not I know who you, uh, Brent? Uh, Brett or Brent. Uh, Brecken, Brecken- Breckenmeyer. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's getting married to Lacey Schabert Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. And He's like, hey, he's my he's my big brother. I respect him. He's gotta be at the wedding. I'm after like, oh, what's one of these uh, bridesmaids? Could I? Fuck. Uh, yeah yeah pretty much right so he's view- he's visited by his uh uncle wayne who was a ghost played by michael douglas who is basically hugh, hugh, <laughs> who is, hugh. is this the reason you really hate michael douglas <laughs> no it's not he's basically hugh hefner so he's a creepy old man ghost. at which point i ha uh, i figured out these both these guys have oscars while they were talking to each other about, oh about uh how they love the pork um So Douglas wants him to feel feelings that he never got to feel, and he also just wants to be entertained. And um, in Michael Douglas' words, something along the lines of this, you don't just have to sleep with the bugs under your bed. You got to bang them. (laughs) Oh, my God. Also, Matthew McConaughey says, every night he falls asleep in a pool of sex. Yeah. Spooning is... Spooning is great, but not as good as forking. That's a line. Are you for real? Yeah. Hey, this is bad. I'm, I'm so bad. glad I didn't see this film. Yeah. So, um, Emma Stone's the first ghost, who plays an 80 16-year-old, who Michael Douglas tries to bang at the end of the movie. Oh! Uh, yeah, it's really creepy. Like that. And uh, McConaughey gets to borrow his Uncle Wayne, played by Michael Douglas, don't forget his car, What's is called the Stabbing Wagon yeah oh my god um basically the whole film is matthew mcconaughey being like oh why do i have feelings in the past you're such a sissy you're such a bitch you could be having sex like me but you like jennifer gardner who's in this movie who i freaking love and oh treated like crap there's all toxic masculinity lessons um oh matthew mcconaughey says or Mike, no, Michael Douglas says the derogatory F word for uh, gays. He says, mm. uh, "He says, You're a F-H-E- Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Lesb- okay. You don't need to say yeah, it. You only want to be friends with people. And I'm like, Oh, no. <sighs> McGonaghy has young, long hair out of scene in a flashback. In another flashback, he's played by Martin from Love Simon. As uh, M- Michael Douglas brings him to a bar and teaches him the art of pulling women, which his lesson is. Keep trying till they say yes. Uh-huh. Oh, He God. doesn't deserve to be rich. Also, this is, funnily enough, the second movie where I've seen in the past few weeks where McConaughey wants to get with Jennifer Gardner, but for different reasons than the other <laughs> one. He's, he's not able to. Um, feels creepy. Uh, wrong in the environment. Um, McConaughey... Basically, he overcomes his fear of spooning and gets to marry... Um, uh, Jennifer Gardner and this is just the worst thing I've seen in a long time and I can only, I only think there was oh yeah and the so you, the, if you're wondering who the third ghost is because I was like what? who is the third ghost it's just a random um, uh, blonde lady who does not have one line of dialogue and don't worry Michael Douglas tries to bang her too and fails oh god this... I, I would rather eat 50 cent than so you wouldn't recommend this for 50 no, Cent? No, I, I realise how sexual that sounded. Um, yeah, no, that sucked. Well, I'm so glad you got to feel the same amount of pain that I felt when I watched Sex in the City 2. But don't worry, because this week, I'm going to give you a good one. Oh. Uh, for this week, for 50 Cent, I'd like you to watch Intermission. I like that movie. Yeah. I, have, I have that movie too. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a few years. What are you? Like, you'd actually quite like it. I like it in the 4. Yeah. Quite a lot. yeah. Is that Colin Farrell and Colin Meany? Colin Farrell and Colin Meany. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen this one in ages. Yeah. I am giving you a movie based off someone who you remind me of. This is really weird. You remind me of Brendan Fraser. So I'm giving you The Mummy.
1: Oh, yeah! Yeah! I really like The Mummy! The Mummy's
0: great. You, I remind you of Brendan Fraser, really? I don't know why. Sometimes. It's the hair. It's the hair. Like, because I, re- I actually love Brendan Fraser. I think Fraser. it was today, I was, I was like, yeah, The Mummy, Brendan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> I actually really love Brendan Fraser. I've been lost in, I watched that show, trust he's in... Yeah, and I started watching Doom Patrol too, and I really—he's really good, really good now. I know. like and, and I really love Doom Patrol. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna watch it too, so we I can talk to you about <laughs> it. Because <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. I might watch the whole mummy movies, all the mummy movies, then. Because <laughs> I actually we're like gonna, all. We're not gonna have a Captain Marvel episode. We're gonna have a, a mummy mummy, mummy retrospective yeah. followed by the Tom Cruise mummy. Uh huh. Are <laughs> oh, you killed it. And with that, you've been up the silver screen with Liam and Scott. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye.